and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 23rd of September, 2012. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Uh, <laughs> and Robert Kemp. Bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> like bonsoir, mes <laughs> Bonsoir. Ça va. It is indeed a soir. I don't know how bon it is. It's a bit rainy. <laughs> Il faisait... Oh shit! What's rain? <laughs> not not to say not bow. <laughs> non non bow. Non bow. Ne pas bon. Yeah. Ne pas de bow. Ne pas de bon. Bon de bon. Yeah. Bon de bon. I really can't remember any French. Back as, from as uh, it turns out, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> Back from Paris, then, uh, Mr. Kev. <laughs> and how was your trip? Oh, it was it was alright. I did a lot of walking. Yeah, walking and walking. <laughs> so we walked down walking. the Champs Elysees from we did. a long way. In, in fact, we from walked the from the Eiffel Tower all the way to, to the Louvre. Louvre. Oh, okay. All like along the, the Seine. Not like Jesus. Did you, I mean, did you like go by the side of the Seine, but right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just had to clarify. That makes sense. Yeah, well, as long as he didn't go insane, then it's all good. Insane in the membrane. So in, the, in the membrane. The membrane. Insane in the brain. In the brain. So, yes. <laughs> and uh, so you, you climbed the Tour Eiffel then? The we, did, we did, we did. We did not go all the way to the top because there's like a okay. nearly 100% price mark up in, if you want to go to the top as opposed to <laughs> most of the way up. Most of the way. That's hilarious. How much it's is like, it? Like it's like eight euros or something to go to Le Deuxième Etage. However, uh-huh. if you want to go to the top, which I can't remember the French for, it's like the top. <laughs> like yeah. fourteen or fifteen euros, something like that. What? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's okay. crazy. So we were like, yeah, you still we, get a pretty good view from the Deuxième Etage, so we'll go there. Yeah. Plus, cool. it probably was that a nice day course... you get to see far. Yeah, it was. It was. Wait, well, yeah, it was, it was super sunny while we were there, so it was a. Uh, Although the wind was up when you go up, wind up up. Right, yeah. So it was a it was a bit chilly. It being September, chilly. But it's uh, but yeah, so it was nice. It was nice to be able to see Paris during the day, which I haven't really been able to do before. Well, what? When was the one time you? I had a business trip to Paris one time. One time, and uh, but yeah, the one time I got to go to the Eiffel Tower, it was nighttime, which looks kind of cool. But when you go up there at night, it's like can't really see very much. No, well, you see a lot of lights, but no real like you can't really pick out landmarks very easily. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. But it does do one cool so thing. Else- we, we went back at night anyway, just you know, because it's cool at night and like sat underneath it for a bit and it's like on the hour it does something unexpected it really? sparkles it unexpected it, it sparkles, sparkles on the hour there's like a, myri- a million lights somewhere like right. planted all over it and so like for five minutes on the hour every hour at night it sparkles it just sparkles every hour okay yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty mysterious. much it's just sort of like a go pretty cool Ooh, that's, like little stars, I guess. All over I guess, the, uh, yeah. I'm not quite sure what it's supposed to represent, but it sparkles! Awesome. I want to see sparkle. So what else did you check out? 
Well, we... And the first day, right, we walked from the, the hotel, like, pretty much through Montmartre, like, the entirety of it, <laughs> until we got to right, the Sacre-Cœur, yeah. which is... Uh, it's a bit hilly, uh, right? Uh, only around Sacre-Cœur. It's like, after Montmartre, it's yeah. just, like, fairly... You know, pretty much Paris in general is entirely flat. Um, which, Mostly. Which is quite yeah. useful. But yeah, Sacre-Cœur is like a big-ass hill. Um, yeah. So yeah, we walked all the way up there, and up the steps. On, on, on our footsies. Oh, right, all that, those stairs. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, but, like, one thing I couldn't help but notice during that walk is, like, oh, my God, the French must need their drugs real bad. Because it's, like... <laughs> really? Every, every, well, everywhere you walk, it's, like, along Montmartre especially, it's, like, I'm not sure there's yeah. a view without two pharmacies being in plain sight with those big oh, right. green signs. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, everywhere! That's... It's the same in Spain and stuff. There's like tons of pharmacies, and they all have that same like green neon sign. Well, no, I'm not even the sure they're the same. Thing. It's like they have the they have the green cross, but they all play different animations and different variants mm. of animations, and some of them mm. have blue <laughs> customized pharmacy animations. Yeah, it's like they pimped their pharmacy with a, with a blue sign. Mm, Get some crazy. pink neons on it, and then yeah, how do they but like make money? To... They must like. So, so yeah, like, yeah like, people desperate ibuprofen. Like, is their diet so bad that they need like supplements by the truckload? No, I don't know. And so it's like to, diet, aren't they? get all your pills here. <laughs> pills here. It's just, pills it's just, just kind of bonkers because we're just walking. Like, I spent the first day pretty much going. There's another one. There's another one. <laughs> there's, hey, look, there's, there's another one. one. There's another one. Yeah, look, we're, we're at the Moulin Rouge. Fuck it, I don't care. There's three pharmacies in view now. It's <laughs> in view of Moulin Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a pharmacy spotting trip of Montmartre. <laughs> okay, much. Awesome. fucking everywhere. It's insane. I thought you were going to say there were like loads of like drug dealers in Montmartre, which there probably are a few. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't, didn't outwardly notice that they were drug dealers but right. it's like they just, okay. just need need their general legal drugs indeed they need legal drugs where can I go oh wait there's like three with an eyesight heck there was even a place called public drugstore that wasn't actually a drugstore but it had a pharmacy in it that's hmm mysterious public drugstore uh, yeah, so there was a lot of that. There's a shit ton of graffiti everywhere as well. I mean, like, a fuck yeah. ton of it. And it's a real yeah, shame, because some of it is in, like, real, sort of, like, you know, really inconsiderate places. Like, we went down the catacombs, which were pretty cool. Like, All right. just to take in some bones. You know, there'd, there'd be a lot was of bones down like... there. I've never, done, I've never seen that, except in Deus Ex. Well, that <laughs> 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 probably didn't look much like the real thing. Uh, I don't know. Was it like in Deus Ex? I don't really remember that bit. There were just basically walls. Oh, and Paris bones. was quite late on, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Bones. So many bones. bones. And like, but the, people are actually there's there's some sections where it's like there's um uh, a few sort of monuments almost to people that died down there, and people had carved like little cityscapes into the side of the rock and things like that. And then there's like some graffiti right on the cre- right on the top of the building or something in the centerpiece, and it says something that I couldn't read. But it's like, who the fuck would do that? It's unbelievable, man. Yeah, I know. It's like this is a one of a kind thing, like, you know and that... someone's just gone and said, "I was here." Someone's just oh, rubbish. I fuck it, or or like 
or drawn or drawn one of those yeah. stupid hearts that people draw on trees. I don't know. It's like in um uh uh catches are in the rye. He like it's like it's a really nice museum or something, and then he just finds like someone's like scrawled "fuck you" or something like on the steps or something. It's like ah, oh, the world is shit. <laughs> what yeah. are these people doing? There was there was quite <laughs> a funny one in the Pompey Do actually. Like on the oh yeah, uh, my uh, center. Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the bathroom, and it's like um on the uh, the the roll dispenser, the the loo roll dispenser. There was something that said, it was like made by a company called Prop, except someone had changed it, okay. so it said said <laughs> so it had an arrow pointing down towards the loo, and they changed it so it said poop art. <laughs> okay, poop art. <laughs> Mysterious. And then, and then just in case you didn't quite get it, underneath it, sort of, just, right next to the big arrow, it just says, like I said, fuckers. <laughs> what the hell? Are you serious? Oh, dear. Poopart, like I said, fucker. Yeah, I... I heard that like, when they made that film, Amelie, they had to, like, clean the streets of graffiti, like, massively to film there to make yeah. it look... Like, it's like, less shit. It's like, don't get me wrong, there are some cool graffiti. There's a lot of cool graffiti around as well. Like, some, there's a, there's like yeah, one sure. of the, one of the brothers from Tintin or something wearing knuckle dusters and carrying a gun or, uh, oh, okay. And spiky shoulders for some reason, which was kind of cool. And we saw a lot of the invaders about, you know, the classics. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, so there's some, there's some pretty cool stuff about, but it's just laced with people just scrawling some illegible version of their name. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> bah. That's the Parisian way, apparently. Bah, bah. Yeah, ruin everything. You <laughs> <laughs> see any other sites? Uh, I'm sure there's know, more. There's I want to say, you know, more sweeping generalizations about the French nation, but it's. Uh... <laughs> Why? What, how were your interactions with the French people? Um, difficult. I, <laughs> I <laughs> it was quite funny because to be honest, I didn't really try very hard to like. Yeah, I, I learned. I spent some time like trying to learn all this French and stuff. And eventually, when it came to it, when anyone spoke to me, I'm just sitting there going, "What? <laughs> I don't know what the hell you just said." Um, I could read it okay, not like most of the time, but it's like as soon as any conversation came up, it was just kind of awkward. And the funny thing was, is that like. Like Naomi, bless her, was trying really hard to sort of actually do it properly, but just kept saying the wrong words all the time. So, like water or something was. Uh, I said it was like you say it like it's it's low, you know, L apostrophe E A U, like bow, and she's like dough. <laughs> it's like dough. <laughs> the dough. Oh. It's like, oh, can I have like um, the uh, um, uh, the sandwich? I, I don't know. I, it's, it's like all the syntax is all kinds of wrong, and it's just like, and I'm just sitting there going, then I just say it in English, and they're like, all oh, right, okay. <laughs> right. I got it. I got it now. <laughs> like, I, have to, I, I kind of appreciate her for trying. Now I can't really knock her, but it's, uh, it was kind of fun. no. Exactly, it's, it's brave to try these things. But yeah, yeah, they all understand English, so it's like I don't know. But I but think they like it when you anyway. try. I guess. Yeah. 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 Not all, but yeah, most. I guess in Paris, especially. I suppose. Yeah, it depends where you go. Uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, I should I should really tell like uh, the the uh, the stories of the uh, magnificent culinary delights that we sampled during the uh, first couple of days. It's like we 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 were walking through Montmartre. We pretty much made it all the way to the uh-huh. Gare du Nord from Clichy, um, and uh, uh, okay. we were like, oh fuck, mate, we've been in Paris for all this time. It's like we haven't seen anywhere that seems to sell a croissant. It's like, what's going on? So we we found somewhere. 
that sailed croissants okay. and pain au chocolat. And uh, turns out it was McDonald's. What? <laughs> so, the, so the first thing we did... you have in- to go in Paris? It's like, <laughs> so, check out the... Yeah, so pretty much one of the first things we did in Paris was to go to McDonald's and 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 awesome. have and go to the, but they have like this different concept they have like the main mcdonald's but then they have like a separate counter called the mccafe yeah they yeah said, like, that's quite common and in europe smoothies and, and 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 in this yeah. case pan au chocolat an antivirus program because uh, mcdonald's yeah. <laughs> mcafee not not to be confused with uh, a croissantery indeed <laughs> croissantery <laughs> so you didn't know with cheese <laughs> yes right yeah with cheese so 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 we did that and they do serve mayo with pretty much everything. And uh, but we did try like uh, the European like equivalent to McDonald's, which is Quick Burger, and that was quite nice. All right, that sounds pretty. Probably, good. They did they did something called the Max Pepper, and it's like I must try it. And it's just basically Max like a burger with like super peppery sauce, like black pepper. It's like oh, this is really nice. So much pepper. Pepper to the max. Well, so, yeah, yeah, I recommend a big cool. burger. Oh, we also went to Starbucks because okay. you know they're everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. There's one in this inside the Forbidden City in Beijing. <laughs> really? Seriously, there's a Starbucks there. It's <laughs> and it's a communist nation. It's like freaking crazy. So yeah, we, we went. Uh, the one we went to was in the Louvre. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. How was the Louvre? I've never been around the Louvre. I've always like I've been to the pyramid like the outside yeah. of it and like sat around on the fountains but i've never actually been in and looked at like uh you know it's pretty cool Mona Lisa or whatever the, yeah there's like but it's it's, it's kind of neat because there's a lot of really good art in there and i mean a lot but the yeah. problem is you end up sort of getting like uh yeah Jane, i don't know I if guess. it's really like art fatigue or anything but it's like there's a there's a good bit of art there's a good bit of art there's a good bit of art yeah. and you just sort of start going you stop appreciating it pretty quick because it's just walking yeah. through corridors with you know nice stuff on it and you're just like all right all right that's some more well you all can't right. see any one thing you like it's can, like affect well yeah and it's, it's quite they're just all so good it's fairly dense as well like you know the sort of like the the, the, the picture dead to wall yeah, ratio together. is <laughs> it's high right yeah I don't know why uh, they do that. I suppose, like, if you've got so much space, I guess. Only so much space. But yeah. I prefer it when they space space out, space stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Pompey Dude if does they, that if they quite can. well. You know, it's really spacious. Yeah. You know, you like... Yeah, that was one, good, yeah. One picture per wall and stuff. But it's, uh, uh, it, was, it was kind of cool. But the, the, the sort of, like, you know, no one really wanted to go see a few bits that were there and, like, the Mona Lisa being a um, being a big thing. But it's like... I. I don't get why you'd want to go there to see the real thing because you don't really get to see the see real it. thing. Right. You're, it... you're miles away from it for a start. There's like a giant. It's behind like bulletproof glass. Is it there's a, yeah, there's a big old barrier. There's a massive bit of glass. There's like a weird platform in front of it as well that had some sort of device on it that I wonder is some kind of fa- fancy laser grid or something. Quite um, potentially, yeah. But it's it's and, and then there's a cr- massive crowd of people, all of them trying to take photos of it. I know, and you're just sort of crowded. like, what's the point of that? Your photo is going to be incredibly shit compared to the amount, the number of free versions you could yeah. probably find anywhere on the internet. Yeah, it's probably or even like, on the pamphlet. There's a better version of it than your photo. It's ridiculous. You could probably it's, get it's like a retarded. massively blown up 
perfect like poster copy like in the gift shop like yeah exactly a couple of euros or something it's, it's uh, absolutely nuts i really don't get it and it's so and it's actually a relatively small painting as well you know yeah it's to, not that big yeah so the distance and the crowds and the cameras and the blatant disregard for the no flash photography rule is right. like, <laughs> it's just like you can't see fuck all it's a real if you're going to see the yeah, Mona Lisa, well, it's a waste of time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just... no, I, that, that, well, that's kind of why I didn't like going. But I bet there's loads of other cool stuff. Yeah, in don't get me wrong. There's a lot. Of, like... There's a lot of neat stuff that's not quite so big. You know, like the Venus de Milo's there, and there seems to be plenty right. of room to sort of walk around that and sort of yeah. take it in, and then sort of almost have the same questions really, because we were just sitting there thinking, "All right, that's pretty good." But why is it so much of a masterpiece compared to the rest of this stuff? You know, yeah. <laughs> this is all pretty well, good. Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Do you know? There's a lot of Roman people I guess about noses. Like... With what? With, with missing noses. Oh, missing noses, yeah. There was, like, there was like a thing about that, wasn't there, or something? Like, where at some point someone broke all the noses off? Like... Is that what happened? I don't, I don't know. know. It I, just I, seems like I was that's wondering a if you knew point. more than anything. Like, I seem to remember I, there was some story about someone breaking the noses off all the Roman shit. No, I didn't know that story. Maybe that's true. Maybe it was like some kind of whole campaign of like, maybe the Vandals, that was their thing. Maybe that's why they're called Vandals. <laughs> they had to break the noses off all the all Maybe the they stuff. broke the nose yeah, off of someone I, called Vandal. Yeah, maybe. I just dead. always assumed it was like <laughs> the, the weakest point on like any kind of marble base I suppose is the nose yeah it's like the Pro- nose gets the knocked nose and off, the like... penis yeah yeah but the, you know that, that gets knocked off too right oh yeah many many a knob is missing <laughs> many a missing knob <laughs> but a few that are still there <laughs> marble knobs <laughs> so, it's all about. so 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 yeah, yeah. It's, 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 there's, some, there's some good points uh, definitely take a river cruise that, yeah. that was that was quite yeah. nice we, you know, just sort of cool. a tour thing. Giant boats yeah, are yeah. doing. You get to see, like, one of the most interesting things is they have these ridiculous ultra-fancy boats that are, like, basically restaurants on water. Right. They just they just do a lap of the Seine, as it turns out, or something. Like, and you, you eat there, and you have your fancy meal, and it's something like eight... We heard, we heard it was, like, 80 euros a piece or something, Whoa. like, to go, to go okay. and eat on one of these. And they looked super swanky and stuff. But we, we couldn't help but wonder, it's like, well, if they're doing a lap of the sin, then it just takes about an hour on one of these boats. Yeah. Is that is like a really strict time period in which you must eat your meal or something? It's like, right, yeah, that sounds hour, quite start now. Yeah, two hours would be more reasonable, wouldn't it? It's like, for, for 80 euros, I want to fucking stay on the boat all day. Yeah, exactly. And just I mean, start some kind of party swinging my arms around going, I'm on a boat or something. I want to call the shots. Yeah, exactly. For that much. Hmm. But yeah, that cool. Was cool. What else did we do? Yeah. Cat Coombs. Oh, yeah, we, 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 uh, because we're on a bit of a budget for this thing, given how much it fucking costs just to get there. Yeah. It was, it was ludicrous cash, and the hotel wasn't cheap either, even though it was a bit shit. No. There was, um, uh, we, we, in the second night, it's like, right, instead of going out for food, let's go to a supermarket and buy bread and cheese and stuff. That was cool. Okay, yeah, a proper supermarché, like yeah. da- like we got some nice, really, really fresh like French bread and stuff. We got some, yeah, we got some nice French bread. We got some uh, uh, gorgonzola, I think it was, and some Saint Nectar, I think was the name of the the other cheese. But it's uh, and just just had a cheese mm-hmm. and bread night, which was pretty cool. 
Jeez, bro. Awesome. And we had so much butter because that was Jeez, the butter. Bro. The butter bit was the problem. So we bought the, like this pack of that conveniently no managed to find like a pack of butter that was like all the little individually wrapped butter bits. Oh right, yeah. Like, like you, you get, get in like a buffet, or then it's like so yeah. you picked one of those up, and then of course we have, we have a fuck ton of it left, so we brought it back. Got loads of little. Yeah, we've got quite butters. a bit of butter. <laughs> We were just wondering if it was one of those stupid things that the customs officer sort of looks at it and if we bought one of those like tubs of like utterly butterly or something and it would be like sat there in the bag going, right, what the fuck is that? That looks like C4. It's like just opens it up and it's like, why would you buy butter? You could bring anything back and you've brought back butter. Mm. Yeah, of all the things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the cunning plan, though, of where to hide your explosives. In the butter. In the butter, yeah. Just to disguise Keep it, it as um, some... Uh, oh, I, a lure pack, that's the one I was trying to think of. I was trying to explain, to go into an explanation of, what's that butter with the trombone? I just want to know you don't get a trombone with your butter if you buy a pack. All right, yeah. <laughs> so you really should. Be like a kinder surprise Indeed. for butter. <laughs> Except with explosives. <laughs> An exploding trombone surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's the future of terrorism right there. Exploding butter trombone surprises. surprises. <laughs> right, so. It, that's Paris, pretty much. Yeah, so awesome. back. Hello. It's a good time. Okay. I learned, I learned nothing. <laughs> you learned nothing. I regret yeah, nothing. I regret it. And now is the time you get to enjoy my celebratory, for some reason, beer opening. Ah, uh, indeed. Sorry, right, this is, a, this is a video game podcast. Woo! Where's Zachary Burgess? Oh, I have to say. Like, I did see some pinball tables while I was in Paris, but I was nice. I thought, I'm on holiday here with Naomi. I'm not going to waste my time by playing these Monster Bash tables that look yes. really cool. I think, yeah, that was a noble, noble sacrifice, I'm sure. <laughs> awesome. But it's like, really, I, but they had pinball. <laughs> yeah. The French still Where did they have that? Then? Like, in just random cafes. Oh, really? Ran- okay. Random cafes on the side of the road had, in a- had Monster Bash. Right, in a way that we just don't anymore. No. Yeah, it's bizarre. Mm. Maybe it's there more common than we thought. The like, French have a, have a point to them. <laughs> That's the point of the French, right? Well played, Monsieur. Well, well played. played. <laughs> oh, well played, indeed. Yes, indeed. Where is Egg? I haven't heard from him for a while. Resting. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's resting. Right, are your when eyes you open now? Because it's uh, it's time for news. News. Oh, do news. I need to do? Do I need to do this with Echo? That's the question. News. You can. You may. You oh wow! <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No. Do I? Actually... Oh right. Uh, what's been going on? Uh, the the Bioware Doctor dudes have like decided to leave Bioware. I sorry here. Wait, but, but define the Bioware Doctor. Doctor dudes, they're like two Dr. brothers, Ray I think, Dr. or something. I can't remember the other. Yeah, and they they were medical doctors. <laughs> I was about to say Doctor Nick. That's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, they were like MDs in uh, Canada, and they were like, "Sod this, let's make video games." And they founded Bioware. 
and uh, now they're leaving. Which is why it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Yeah. Because they actually started so programming well. like medical software. And then they were like, wait, yeah. we can make games instead, that's much cooler. <laughs> Was, was, do yeah, you reckon they made some kind of biological simulation that looked a bit like asteroids or something? And so... well, potentially. Like some kind of sperm sim that ended up being, you know, this is kind of fun. I don't even know what their first game was. I keep thinking Baldur's Gate, but maybe there's something with all that stuff. Let's have a look. You guys carry talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Use the power of the internet. Yes, so that's that news. So I don't know what that means for the future of Bioware probably like milking the Mass Effect cash cow. Oh, yeah, you'll keep it for the bad name. games. Yeah, because that's pretty much what they've done. Well, they've already, already like yeah, yeah, they've already like split the Bioware name into like a bunch of studios or something, haven't they? Yeah, it's like it's like, like a whole. The, it, well, according to the wiki, it's now a whole. Isn't it's considered a whole division of EA? Presumably, like yeah, EA Sports exactly. is a division of EA. Now Bioware's a division. Yeah, pretty much. Because they did their first game was Shattered Steel. Which was a mech oh. game okay. on DOS. Okay, that was a while ago. And Mac in 1996. Mm. Mm. And how long until Baldur's Gate? When was that? That was their second game in 1998. Oh, okay. There you go. I wonder what and that. Then, and then mech really, game I didn't realise like. this, but apparently Bioware were in control of MDK2, but not MDK1. Yeah, well, MDK1 was like shiny, wasn't it? Uh, oh yes, yes it would have been yeah. Dave Perry before Shiny <laughs> took a nosedive. Yeah, exactly. I had that stupid ad campaign with all the like possible things that MDK could stand for, other than like, what <laughs> yeah. it really stood for. That's kind of hilarious. Did it ever actually so, yes, have, that... a, have a have a real meaning? MDK. Yeah, it's for murder, death, kill. <laughs> was that actually it, or was that one of the yeah, suggest- one of the I... possibilities? No, that was actually it, supposedly. Like, yeah. they didn't put that in the adverts, but that was what it meant and stood for. But, you know, it was a dumb game. It wasn't, like, a serious game, was it? So, No, it was always meant and to it's be a, 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 a And didn't a it supposedly game. invent the sniper rifle, right? Supposedly. Like, it before Gold a bit for video games, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. So, sniper yeah. mode. Uh, and Any other news? News! News! Guess what? What? It, it plattered them games news. Oh, yes. There will be a sequel to Bayonetta. Oh, yeah. And it's isn't it Wii U exclusive or something? Yeah. Okay. Is, isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. It's like, the good That's news really is, is that Platinum Games found a publisher for Bayonetta. So it's like, the weird news oh, is right. that it was Nintendo themselves. Nintendo. Well, that doesn't seem... That seems odd, but yeah, yeah. okay, fair enough. I thought it was under what they'll do with the screen. Yeah, I think Sega. Yeah, uh, Sega had the first one, but I'm, I'm, I don't think they picked up the the. They don't. I don't think they wanted to make a sequel. I thought I saw the Sega logo on the preview video of Bayonetta two. Maybe I'm not remembering that right, but that would make sense because Sega make make shit on Nintendo. So, well, true. Go. Sega have done a few exclusives, haven't they, for Ninty? Like Colours, for instance, Sonic Colours. Indeed. But yeah, okay. I thought. I, yeah, Platinum are closely tied to Sega, but I thought they thought there was something like. And maybe it's not Sega's fault. Maybe there was some. Some there's there's some reason like something fell apart that meant that it couldn't be released on 
you know that they they that Nintendo had to step in to save the project. Yeah, I thought. I, you know, well, I, I thought yeah. it was that they lost publishing rights and that Ninty picked it up. I mean, Nintendo but... must be throwing all their weight behind it if it's like going to be... Is it going to be like a launch title? Uh, like, I that's don't, quite I, soon, I though. don't know. Probably not. It's probably launch window, you know, how that... Right, that, yeah. That <laughs> launch window. That, like, yeah, six, six to twelve-month window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> suggesting that their launch window is going to last until, like, March or May or one of the M months. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I wasn't paying that much attention to that news story either. December. Wii U comes out in November sometime. <laughs> December, indeed. Yeah. Uh, other news, sad news for Rob uh, this week. Um, oh, the so, Res hang on, just, just, to, just to clarify, sorry, I found, so I looked up the, the <laughs> you know, this is live wiki action. Uh, apparently Sega are still the franchise owners, but are only adv- an advisory role. They are not publishing. Uh, okay. So Nintendo are publishing. Ninda, Ninty are doing the publishing role. So that yeah, was kind of right. Right, okay. Yeah, you were right. That was cool. So yes, uh, the Res dude, what's his name? The guy who, and the, who did Lumines and the Q, the music. Fuck, his I name? can't remember his name. Mizu- um, is it Mizuguchi? Or something. Mizuguchi, yeah. He's he's retiring from making games. He's going to No! Yeah. Oh, after Charlie He's like... Yeah, so bad news. Sorry for uh, Rob. I had to bring that one up. Oh, oh, that's that's yeah. that's bummed my evening right there. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, man. That guy's a legend. Yeah. yeah, he is a legend, pretty much. I don't know if he could ever like top. Although Lumines and like Res, both awesome. Apparently, like, the new Lumines is really good. You know, sort of like. Yeah, I don't think he was that involved in that one. The hmm. the Electronic Symphony. I think he was like advisory rather than like deeply involved so uh, i suppose the bigger like, question here yeah. is what does this mean for q games in general like to, yeah indeed if someone else has like, well, like taken over lou mines as you know then, then they've shown that they can do a good one without mizuguchi maybe that they yeah but it's like where are the new ideas going to come from he, he pretty much made every idea that they have yeah so we'll have to see how they fare without their uh their main man it's like even meteos damn it which wasn't particularly a music game, kind of really, but you know yeah. that's music, Gucci. Damn it! Indeed, it is. Oh. So, so does it? Oh, yeah. Are we going to not see a Child of Eden too? Oh. No, I don't know. Well, that probably wasn't going to have an Adult of Eden it sold that well, did it? I don't know. No, probably not. It probably sold yeah. enough. I think. I don't think they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but like, I don't know. It's probably one of the best games for Connect, right? Yeah, I actually went back and played and that again recently. All right, yeah. I just sort of had an urge. It's one of those games like Res, where every now and then you just get the urge. You know, it's it's yeah. The, the tunes are so good, and the uh, it's you know, the gameplay quite catchy and stuff like that. And then you know the visuals so ridiculous that it's just like you know I want to see that again. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Panzer Dragoon kind of has the same effect for me. It's like, yeah. That's a good... Panzer Dragoon Auto is such a weird book game, like, in a... Like, yeah, really the setting is utterly, utterly bizarre. It's, it's bonkers, but kind of awesome in a kind of, like, I don't know. I need to like, dig my... It actually has a kind of a plot attic. that, like, kind yeah. of actually makes sense in, like, a twisted, crazy, but mad the plot way. Is kind of sp- it's, the plot is, all, is kind of bigger than the part that you yeah, play. Yeah, play. It's yeah. like the the world is ridiculously rich for a game of that type. 
and it's yeah. like and you know so i don't think where as you play the game you really get the full picture you know you know there's a lot no. of like what just happened who's that guy what's going on yeah but there is a backstory there if you wanted to find out you can and you know to the point where they get i think Orta had that ridiculous encyclopedia didn't it, it was like yeah here's, here's pretty much everything you need to know <laughs> And it had like tons of like old videos from like previous games in the series and stuff, and like mm. little bits of like yeah, you add videos, see cinematics from, from the first from the, two from the RPG. Yeah, because there was an Panzer RPG, and it had a bunch of stuff from that. I think that must have developed the world. But Panzer, Panzer Dragoon Saga, yeah, it's crazy, crazy rare now. If you want to try and get hold of right, it, it's yeah. worth mega bucks. Yeah, crazy. Panzer Dragoon, come back, yes. But that was a smile bit, wasn't it, that did Orta? Yeah. Who are now kind of dead. Because they also did Jet Set Radio. Jet Set, speaking of which... Which has now come uh, out on Steam! Come out on... Oh, come out on Steam in HD. It still looks, like, awesome and really quite annoying to control and avoid the cops, because it's <laughs> really hard to do. I've downloaded the Xbox like a... demo, because it's out on Xbox okay. as well. And I think it's... Okay. I think the PSN version has been released as well. Um, but yeah. yeah, just not got around to trying it yet to see how it handles. From what I've se- from what I've seen of it, it's like apparently the Xbox version is rated as being 1080p, which is quite nice because not many yeah. Xbox things okay. are. Um, cool, and which, which is cool. But it's like they, I know that you can't really do much, I suppose, with some with some games that are that highly stylized. But I was kind of expecting more of a texture jump, if you know what I mean. Like because they said it was like fully remastered, and it's like, well, it's not really. It's kind of the same really. game they've just re released. Yeah. You know, it's not like the yeah. Tony Hawk's. Um, well, yeah, you know, that's thing. like new engine, isn't it, Tony Hawk? Yeah, but they've completely redone the game. It's uh, yeah, it's just the same game we released, which is no, it's still no bad thing. You know, it's just a radio. Yeah, and more people are going to be able to play it because of this. But it's like, yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd done a bit of an upgrade to it. Yeah, that would have been better. I guess. Well, they probably upgraded like sprites and stuff, like for the HUD, I guess, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But... Because that would look and like uh, you can, and you can like control the camera with the other analog stick now. Okay, oh, that's just cool. didn't have didn't have a right. No, it didn't, stick. and that was really annoying in places of that lining up jumps was a pain in the ass. Yeah, so they fixed that sort of. That's good. By like that, yeah. Although apparently the um, center view button is still the same as the tag button. Oh right, uh, yeah. Like it, just like it used to be. So. Although I think you can turn it off, so you have to use the... I did also read that despite our initial worries, they managed to keep 29 of the 30 tracks in the music. Oh, no, that's pretty good. Which begs the question, which one's missing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to think of like high contenders, because the biggest name I can think of that was in there was Jurassic 5. Yeah. Well, is that yeah. in there? I haven't heard Im- it. Improvise like, was in um, uh, was in feature. the original. Um, oh yeah, Improvise was in the original. It was when, yeah. whenever there was a story segment in one of those sort of like uh, like a comic book sort of pan, there'd be yeah. the, the Improvise. The instrumental was playing in the background, and it's uh, yeah. Um, so I wonder if that's the one that's gone because it's you know it's up there <laughs> really in terms of the yeah that would make sense. I can't really think what else would go because it's like there's a lot of the other artists had multiple tracks in there. Yeah, like Guitar Vader and all that. Yeah, the reps who did that about the town song I suggested might have gone, but 
because I only had that do-dap, one. Do that, listen to the music, that one. Do-wap, 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 do-wap. Yeah, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, I hope that's in there. They couldn't have dropped Naganuma because he did the whole bloody soundtrack. So. No, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm sure they got all of his stuff. Uh, I suppose there's... I don't know if John Jack something or other did more than one. I can only think of one of his yeah. in there. He probably must have had more. Yeah. Because he, got, cause he must anyway, have had more because so, he got involved in Future yeah. as well. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's here. Yeah, he and it's, you know, it'll be interesting. I haven't read any reviews or any kind of, like, impressions on it, though, so it'll be interesting to see how it... how it's been received. Let us listen to the music and identify the beats. <laughs> Guess what? Or something like that. Guess what news I'm <laughs> about to give you? Uh, I can't guess. I have no idea. I do this every week. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Laggy Dan just uh, said Pimble Arcade news, I'm assuming. <laughs> Pimble Arcade news. Uh, yeah, so there's been some problems in the iOS update cycle, so the next two updates, hence why it's been so long since there's been an update, so the next two will get bundled together. Blah, uh, blah, blah. Um, the other sort of news that they've announced is that the PC version is apparently ready and they're negotiating with Steam right now. Wow, awesome. Okay. Is that like a Steam, a main Steam, not like a Steam Greenlight thing, I suppose? That's like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's probably going to get a like... proper release, but yeah. Proper release, okay. Mm, nice, okay. Well, you've been, they've been promising you've already since... got like two versions of this. Or like, well, no, I, I, I only actually like... have bought tables on the iPad. It's like right, okay, because like, the version I've done on the Xbox is that Williams collection. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, uh, I wonder what intriguing. model it'll take on the PC. Yeah, well, that's that that's kind of ripe for um, uh, some good discounts in sales, isn't it? Oh like, yeah, like buy a load of pinball tables, awesome. Oh, well, I wonder if it'll come out with the everything that. pack or something and. Yeah, probably. That'd be good. So yeah, Pimble Arcade News, I'm mm. done. I won't talk about it anymore. Okay. <laughs> this week. Zach, you got any other news? Mm. <laughs> He's like resting. I don't know. I don't think I can't the Wii U thing was the only thing that I remembered. That I what, what what else is there about Wii U other than well, like Bayonetta two? Press conference y thing, so it's just like the price oh yeah, the, the price dates. and stuff came out. Yeah. Oh right, and the prices are reasonable, right? Um, I guess not. not, not they're not great. They're not terrible, okay. but they're not brilliant. Well, they're going to be I mean. bad. Going to be okay. worse for us, clearly, because Europe always gets shitty prices. You know, that's I, true. I, Even announced the UK price. I don't think they did. I only heard of the Japanese no. one and the US one. It's like the, and isn't the, it coming out in the US before Japan or something? That's quite unusual. Yeah, I think they said that. I can't remember. Um, the current word on the street is like they haven't. You, you might be right, Zach. I think then I'm not sure they've released official word on it, but sort of like the rough conversion rate sort of suggests that it will be 250 pounds for the eight gigabyte version and a premium bundle which has a 32 gig version for 50 pounds more. Okay, that makes sense. 
and which pence, which has some quid. equivalent which sounds like it has some equivalent of like um Xbox Live or PSN service associated with it in that you know you pay so, you get some sort of subscription which will give you like bonuses and discounts and stuff. Oh, right, okay. But you get and you get that bundle yeah. with the, with the uh, premium edition. Mm, okay. They haven't uh but they have it, it does look like Nintendo Land isn't going to be a pack in. Nothing's yeah. been said. Really? Or like not nothing I I haven't I haven't seen anything about Nintendo Land being a pack-in. But they did so well with, like, Wii Sports, Wii Sports. being a pack-in. It's going to be it's stupid. stupid. Surprised <laughs> that they went. Well, yeah, probably. But it's like you need... I, I think the console needs one of those introductions to the controls yeah. games. Like, yeah, probably. Just, just give it to I, you. I wouldn't be surprised if they do pack it in. That would seem like the obvious thing to do. Well, yeah, but then you're looking... Because if you don't, that? you're looking at a £300 outset even for the original, for the normal version. Which yeah. doesn't sound that appealing. No. Doesn't at all, no. I wonder what's going to happen with this thing. Although, like, people flock to the Wii, so who knows? I don't know. I don't know what people are like. Freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to judge the casual market, is it? Because it doesn't work under the same stats yeah. as the rest of us, I suppose. No. They totally boned it up, though, because the whole idea of Wii Sports <laughs> was like, it was sports. And it's like everyone knows these stupid sports yeah. games, and so everyone play it. But Nintendo Land is like, not everyone knows what Nintendo even is, really. I mean, people call yeah, things true. Nintendo that aren't Nintendo all the time. <laughs> Old people. Uh, well, that, yeah, yeah like, I'm not we, sure that's so true anymore, but it used to, didn't it? It's like when they, they associate the name Nintendo with some sort of gadget you'd hold in your hand. Yeah, but Nintendo Land doesn't mean anything to, like, casual gamers. It's like, what does that mean? It means it's based on all these Nintendo products that you've never fucking heard of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, because Wii Sports was quite clever that it didn't have any, like, Nintendo characters in. And it just had the memes. I guess, yeah, I guess it made it more accessible in a strange way. Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo Land we seems think to nothing play of, like the classic Nintendo nostalgia factor, which they've been doing for, what, 20 years now? Yeah, they've been in it for... What, what version of Mario Party are they on now? Like, Mario Party 15 or some shit? Nine. Nine? Probably more than nine. Well. No, I think it's nine, because eight was the only one that... They, they released two on Wii. There was eight and nine came out on Wii. And they're probably making ten for Wii U as we speak. Wii U, Wii U. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That could be cool. I mean, like, do you see that Penny Arcade where he's just like, well, the obvious thing to do with the Wii U is like, all these guys are like playing Dungeons and Dragons and the guy with the pad is like the the, the dem. That's a pretty cool idea. And he's like, yeah, you can have that one for free, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking do it. <laughs> so, that would yeah. be kind of cool, actually. That's a neat idea for the A. Because that's an exact, that's a pretty damn good example of the whole asynchronous multiplayer thing yeah it, yeah yeah i think i mean that could work i mean you could do something as- similar. asymmetric multiplayer sorry asymmetric yeah um yeah you can imagine something like i don't know like um final fantasy crystal chronicles or something but with, like with a, like a dm type character who was like throwing in yeah that could stuff. be that could be kind of funny actually yeah. And just to really fuck with you, I'm going to throw in some ghosts, which you have to dual cast some kind of combination of powers to form holy on in order to hurt. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, you bastard! 
Yeah, it could be hilarious. So you never know. They may prove the concept with a few games. The thing is, it's not going to be... Most games are just going to be, like, worse-looking ports of, like, next-generation games, like, ultimately. Mm. Probably. I still you know can't... I mean? Like, I'm not excited. I bet me still thinks they should just use DSs. Yeah. They they never did that, did they? It's like, it seems like the obvious no. choice, surely. Yeah, you had the Wi-Fi and everything, and everyone had a DS. Now it's all split because people have the 3DS. Well, true. You, you, yeah, it might be better. Off. But, you know, you could theoretically target Eva, I guess. But they might not yeah, update the OS of the old DS. That's true. Deal with it, I suppose. Deal, Deal with, with it. it. Can they, like, um, push updates to, like, the 3DS, like, over the air? or? I guess. Or... Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's slightly more. Uh, yeah, well, they might have been able to do it since the DSi, in fairness, but yeah. things, seeing as so I they can really like dipped into DS legs since the original, so they can like come in and like screw up your application completely, so it doesn't. Work. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Can't wait. Speaking of which, I, iOS six dropped. Woo! Yes. Have you have you fiddled with the maps? Like yeah, uh, a little bit. I mean, I mean, they're pretty, but they're useless. They're really bad. Like, it, it, I mean, you can see it's quite funny. You can see the kind of algorithms they've used to try and work out what businesses are, like the automatic stuff. Like, there must be something in Cambridge Town Centre, like near Trinity College, right? That has the word "total." It must be a clothes shop. So it goes ah oh, total and labels it as a, uh, you know, as a petrol station, like right in the middle <laughs> of Cambridge. <laughs> like what? Of I don't know. And also, yeah. I I tried to do like a route between you know, to work the walking directions and it takes you the long way and it's like in immediate fail basically mm. like as an actual like it's a nice app like it looks cool well, yeah and it, it doesn't nice. actually work any different from the old app is the, is no. the thing and that's not necessarily a bad thing they just seem to have yeah. ballsed up kind of the fundamental part of it the actual data is poor and it's not clear well, and the weird thing is, is <laughs> I mean, it worked I, with TomTom to build that in the UK yeah it's like, and TomTom's data can't be that bad. Really? No, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's pretty good. Like... No, there's something wrong with it, like the importing or something. Because, like, I mean, I haven't actually looked, but um, uh, Pete Work said the A14 didn't appear on the bloody thing. And it's like, what? <laughs> That's kind I of extreme. Check that, but... <laughs> well, I, to be honest, I got, so I'm pissed off with this simply because it's another one of those shitty Apple things where they've, like, nobbled old handsets for no reason. Yeah. It's like, like you're on the 4, right? I'm on a 4, yeah. So yeah. I, I I already don't have Siri, for instance, and things like that, which I was a sure. bit miffed yeah. about with the last update because it's purely a, uh, um, a... And you can hear the Siri noises in the background as no one plays mm-hmm. with a phone. Um, so I can. Yeah. The only sort of there's no reason for it not to be on the iPhone four because all of the bloody computation is done off your phone anyway. It sends it over the internet, so you know that, that's a dumb yeah, thing exactly. that they can't do anyway. So they've also taken out the turn by turn navigation artificial on the iPhone four for no reason at all, given that the fact that sat nav apps no exist reason. and work fine, and Siri's voice is already on the fucking yeah. phone. Because they changed it so all the voice yeah. recognition stuff works using Siri's voice when it reads out yeah. calling Zachary Burgess. Um, as it yeah. does. <laughs> They're just kicking around. I mean... It's so annoying. Because it's, it, yeah, it's, it's totally... Willful. 
it's totally deliberate because it means that, that you know it's to give you another kick to actually update when you when yeah. given the five lineup in terms of like spec and stuff is really kind of meh. You know, a fairly large yeah, it's not cavernous epic probably meh. a nice phone, but like... yeah, you know, but there's there's yeah. not there's not much this time to make me go wow, I want it. Not like the jump to the four was like immediately wow, look at that screen. This time it's like wow, yeah. it's well, the retina bit display is great, taller. Yeah, yeah. Few, few more pixels. Woo. You know, and EA. Yeah. The, the weird thing know. was is that EA were quite keen to say, "Hey, look, we can do pretty good games on this now." And it's like, well, you, you could. I'm not. It doesn't really change anything. Yeah, they'll probably look a bit prettier, but it's like you're still stuck with the same yeah. control schemes and stuff. So you'll be making the same games. It changes nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, yeah, it's a bit poopy. Like, it's it's super annoying, is what it is. It's just I am like there's about no the reason thing. for me not to have this functionality. So why haven't you given it to me, you bastards? Yeah. Well, at least they're actually getting negative press for the maps thing. Yeah, like it was on the front page of BBC News that like everyone was pissed off, and it's like it's warranted because they did it deliberately. Like I know, like I know why they were doing it, but they knew, must have known when they were about to release it that they were going to get a whole bunch of negative press. Yeah, maybe unless they, well, unless they didn't really know that it was bad, then that seems crazy. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, well, I just the iPad, that, like, the I iPad 3 has some mistakes as well. Like, you know, I bought the iPad, you know, I have the, the, the most recent iPad, and that can't do turn by turn. Not that you'd want it, but, you know, some people you, have yeah. built, like, cradles for your iPad for your car. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Presumably not over the windscreen, but I guess, like, over the dash or something. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, and that doesn't do turn by turn either um, for some generic uh, for some ridiculous arbitrary reason, you can't do it on there either. It's like well, it's it's just crazy. It's, why why hold back? Mm, so anyway, I'm tempted by Lumia so, now. Yeah. Like the oh, Lumia right, 920 okay. looks pretty cool. cool. Well, isn't there like because uh, you? I guess you've now got Lumia versus the like HTC handset that they've just announced for Windows Phone. Yeah, uh, I think eight. the Lumia's still going to win. Like it looks almost the same. But you yeah, get more stuff on the Nokia ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, they've got custom stuff. Like, Nokia maps are really good, actually, apparently. Yeah, apparently their um, maps pretty damn awesome. Uh, yeah. And then, um, well, it's got, like, tech that the iPhone doesn't have, right? So it's got, like, wireless charging and NFC and, like, something else. But it's, it's, really it's got, like, camera. a... Like, yeah, Nokia put, like... The pure view camera range or something is supposed to be the best in its field at the moment. And while they've improved the new fives, it's yeah. unknown whether it's better. You know, it's probably not better to than the uh, you know yeah than, than the although the Lumia's not uh, yeah, only got a little so. bit. Uh, it hasn't hasn't got the same pure view camera tech, but it's still supposed to be really good. I got the impression the fives camera was identical to the 4s, and all they did was put like a sapphire cover over it instead of glass. It's supposed to be like, <laughs> to, like twenty percent smaller, say. isn't it, or something like the lens and the TCB oh, is, it? Okay. is supposed to be a bit. Smaller. Well, I guess the actual phone. The, well, the actual phone is th- thinner, so it probably yeah. needs to have different optics, I guess. But potentially, yeah, that's probably the reason. But anyway, yeah, there's that. Uh, kind of annoying, but. That's Apple. It's not. It's not anything new. They've always done it. So it's just. I am annoyed though because it really does 
cut back on something I actually use with the maps. Like, yeah. Like, well, actually, uh, most annoyingly of all I mean, for me, it's like, fuck the maps. It's like, I can deal with the maps. It's just like, but the, the most annoying thing for me is it makes Bejeweled stutter periodically. Yeah. Can't get my Bejeweled on properly. That really sucks. <laughs> oh, that's like, what the hell? How could they downgrade you on like Bejeweled performance? That's like, <laughs> it's oh, outrageous. Lame. Lame Although in fairness, quite a lot of that, the rest of the phone seems to be running faster, which is nice. Because my, oh, right, my phone was starting to slow that's down a bit and the update seems to have like cleaned it somehow. So it's running a bit better than it used to. But there's some weird like okay, design nice. inconsistencies as well. Like I'm not sure I like like some of the new menu stuff where it's, it looks a bit Windows 95-ish in places, you know, the sort of etched mm. 3D borders. Yeah. You know how they used to do it. It's like a lot of it's gone that way. It's like the design seems to be suffering. Some places have gone, some bits of the UI have gone black when they used to be white and some other bits of the UI have gone white when they used to be black. It's like they haven't made up their fucking minds. It doesn't seem like while developing this thing. I think I might have just found like a bug. I don't know if it's on just on my one. Maybe you could check on yours. If you go to the uh, timer app, Mm. right? You know the clock. Go to the timer. If you Which go, like, also say, added to iPad, minutes, by the way, it, looks... it wasn't there on iPad before. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you go to like and say the ten minutes, yeah, or whatever, and start the countdown, it looks fine. But if you then add an hour, so make it like two hours ten minutes, my one is displaying like H colon two colon o nine a. Wait, how do you do that? How do you add the timer once you've started it? Wait, so what did you uh, do? Well, so timer's you said, on the right. All right, so you set the 10 minutes. I just set a timer for like... One hour 10, I just say. I just set it to two hours, 10 minutes. Yeah, the one hour 10 and started it. And it no, just reads like, completely wrong. Okay. Maybe there's a bug. But your one's fine. Okay. Yeah, mine's Maybe fine. I need to reset this thing or something, but it's like totally <laughs> busted. Live iPhone fuckery. like that before. So yes, <laughs> iPhone fails going on. That's thing actually... <laughs> Anyway, never mind. Right, Another we should talk more news. about games, I guess. Another yeah. <laughs> Bejeweled news. And we couldn't help but notice, like, Zach and I last night when we were watching a bit of telly, the, um, uh, there was an advert for the new lottery scratch card, which is Bejeweled-based. And it's like my instant reaction was, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Feeding into my addiction. Yeah, you're going to be... <laughs> You're good, they're going to start you on the gambling now. No. <laughs> just no. No. Just no. Just say no. Hard to match three if you can't swap the tiles because they're already placed. Oh, right. Okay. That's true. <laughs> How does that even work? I don't know. It's just a dumb theme. Right. Uh, Zach. Vigia Games. Vigia Games. Zachary Burgess. Wake what up. have you been playing? It's a great stuff. Super Restathon. <sighs> what? Super Restathon 2012. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Taking a break. Good time for you guys to well, talk let's... about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get you back off the bench and like into the game with like what you've been playing in terms of games. <sighs> Indeed. What? <sighs> <laughs> so me and Rob played more Guild Wars 2 naturally indeed that would have been done 
I don't know if there's anything else to say about that. I guess we didn't really get any further because we had, we didn't actually play it very much this entire two weeks. No, we've played it. Well, I've not been here for four days, so that's... Well, that, that's one week. Yeah, that took one week out of action. But it's like, I'm still up to 30 hours now in, like, a couple of weeks, which is relatively good for me in game progression, like, in terms of time invested. I say good. It's bigger. <laughs> More. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I played some more of that, I guess. It's some actual source of PvP, I guess. The world versus world thing. Not really PvP. Not PvP PvP. <laughs> but team, team versus team, or... Yes. But other people existed, yeah. and we fight them. Apart from... And you shoot them. Apart from just like Eve, it's the... Just big piles of people. There's never any, like standoffs or anything, you just look at the number of people that are coming over here, and then you immediately know whether you're fucked or not, and then you just run away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, I'll just assess this number of people. Yeah, that crowd's too large. It's like, there's more people than we have. We're going to lose, so let's just leave. (laughs) It's just... It's brilliant. Just go somewhere else on the map. Just feel that instead. Yeah, that's basically what it took. There was one... Is there no way to beat the odds? Well, I mean, the, the whole idea of having, like, castles to defend does give you, like, you can have fewer defenders than actually yeah. defend against a larger number of attackers in theory. But it was just like, there, there was one evening where, where well, our team had basically been destroying the other two teams for quite a while, so we had, like, most of all of the maps... But then, like, oh no, it's like, oh no, the other servers have started waking up and <laughs> getting team together and taking things. And then it just, we spent like two hours where it was just like, our team would take what take this one thing, and then we'd move on to the next thing, and then we'd move on to the next thing. And then, like, two steps behind us, the entire enemy team was just taking back everything we'd just taken, and we were just, like, moving in a constant circle around this bit of the map. Gotta make sure we stay ahead of what's around around in circles. But it's like, that's sort of an inherent problem in the world versus world setup, because you have, like, the defendable castles or whatever, and this is an extremely long and annoying train. And that's done. (laughs) You have these defendable castles or whatever, and, like, (laughs) it's like you have, you get supply camps, and then they send caravans to the castles to restock their supply, and then you use the supply for upgrading them or building defences or building catapults or whatever. But, like, you you can upgrade the upgrade the buildings like you can have cannons or whatever on the ramparts and you can upgrade the walls or the gates so they're stronger but when you take what when like you know you bust in and take it it resets it to like the lowest level so there's there's when you're in the situation where you're basically taking something and then the enemies are just coming up behind you and taking it again there's never any chance for anyone to upgrade so it's always incredibly easy to take them so you can never actually make a defense at any point because their giant blob arrives before any upgrades can be done oh okay so all the supply Hmm. just gets used up and then it's just like all these like certain group of castles are never going to get upgraded because they're just constantly switching hands so no one actually has time to get supply in there and upgrade which is kind of dumb so do they just need to tweak it then? I don't know it's like it's it's okay for having like a constant fight I guess that's better than like not doing anything or just just like grinding against one castle for a long time would kind of suck I guess 
you want to actually have some achievement where you're like, oh, we captured the- it. <laughs> And then you just go round and round in circles, like capturing and capturing yeah. and capturing. I mean, it, it, and I, not I, actually. it would kind of make more sense if they didn't, like, just totally reset all the upgrades. It's like, maybe if you, if it kept, like, some of the upgrades, like, or if it half the upgrades or something, right. like, you busted through this gate, so it's fucked, but it's still slightly stronger than the default gate or something. <laughs> just to make okay. it so that it yeah, just makes sense. Does, doesn't totally reset everything every time. But the only reason I was on there was to complete the monthly. But is it fun? It's it's okay. I don't know. I don't play it right as always. In the like my kind of PvP skills of non-existentness, where I'm just like I'm going to do stupid things like sitting on the wall and trying to shoot people, and then like running the fuck away and all this weird dumb crap. Not actually fighting in a. I don't like getting in the big like mass of dudes because it's just really kind of not that interesting. Run up and shoot a door. Yeah, until it breaks. <laughs> but I was only in, only in there for the monthly achievements, where it's like you have to kill a certain number of world versus world players every month to get the monthly achievements. That's the only PvP part of that monthly. Oh, it just gives you another pile they... of shitty mystic coins for the Mystic Forge that I don't care about. It's just like, that was really disappointing <laughs> the first time I actually completed the monthly achievements. I was like, the monthly achievements are really hard. It's like, you have to do all this stuff. Where it's like, the main thing that's hardest in the monthly achievements is probably like, you have to get quite a lot of experience without dying. Right. So you have to grind out like well not really grind you just have to not die for a long time to get as much experience or you can just craft i guess because as i discovered it's like you get so much experience from crafting actually you can do that part of the achievement relatively quickly if you just have a lot of crafting materials yeah but but yeah just all good, this effort just keep of monthly achievements i was like it's gotta be something awesome because like when you complete a map when you do when you discover all the areas and complete all the missions on the, on one of the map areas you get some you get like two green items and then like 40 crafting materials but then in the monthly issues it's just like mystic coins I care about mystic coins brilliant I care more if I could yeah I care more if I could be bothered to look up and see what it does oh right do you not even know well, I know, like, what me and Rob have been using before. I know it's basic function where it's just, like, you can chuck in four random things of the same, like, rarity, and it mashes them together and makes one more random thing, which can sometimes be of a higher rarity. So it's, like, it's a way to pro- yeah. turn your shitty things into slightly less shitty things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of good results out of it, but awesome. they're quite often, like, the, the uh, annoyingly, the good results I get out of it tend to be quite a long way ahead of my current level. So yeah. it's like, oh, I've got to stash that for later then. Not too bad, though. No. Well, most of the time it's a pile of crap. Yeah, but it's a good way to get rid of all the like shitty stuff that you... It's a good way to get rid of the massive pile of iron daggers that you make when you're crafting, levelling up your crafting. It's like you throw them all there in the forge and get some different shit. Mm, I see. Yeah, well, it's not the worst build mechanic. I don't know. Just shove, so it's, shove it's, it, I think it'd be okay if you could mix anything with anything because it has like some rules and that oh this you can't if you're putting this item in these items don't work and that kind of well, stuff. Well, it's not very specific on the rules. It's basically like greens only combine with other greens and blues only combine with blues. You can't do different rarities and combine them together. Oh, but it, 
there doesn't seem to be any limit on like item type, or very very rarely there is. So that's okay. And that's more or less. Let's see. Still haven't finished. I still haven't finished the actual storyline. I must be relatively close. I'm in like the last map area. Do you think? Yeah, I okay. think so. How how much uh, gameplay time then on that character up to like the end? Oh, I don't know, hundred and something. End. You said one hundred and fifty the other night. I don't think it was fifty. If it was thirty. Okay. Maybe I can't remember. One hundred and thirty. It's basically four or five there. times the amount of time okay. I've put in so far. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So there's been quite a lot of time where I've been. Well, I guess there was all that world versus world time that counts to some of it. <laughs> But also, there's like the end of the game kind of sucks. Spoilers. Spoiler, it sucks. Well, it's like the last area of the well, the last sort of three areas of the map because the whole story is like the Elder Dragon turns up and then like that lost continent ore rises out of the sea and creates a tidal wave which fucks everyone up and all this shit. And then you have to go into all okay. because there's a giant death dragon there that's making loads of undead minions all the time and, and fucking everything up. But then it's like when you go in all the, you go into you coming towards the end of the game, you go into this ore continent and it's like we're going into the into this destroyed continent and everything. It just really sucks because it's because like firstly you're just going to be fighting a million million zombies for like the whole rest of the game. <laughs> It's like, all you get yeah. is just more... Here's another dead guy, and here's another dead guy, and here's another dead guy, and oh, wait, here's a dead bird. Gasp. <laughs> Undead oh, animals. God. That's really boring after all that, like, variety that you've had, like, up to that point, I guess. Yeah, it was just like... It's just undead things. That kind of sucks. And then, of course, because it's been, like, this entire continent has been under the sea for ages, it doesn't look very interesting. It's like, well, here's some sort of giant corally thing, but it's all just sort of vaguely brown and muddy. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, well, this kind of sucks because this whole like last area. Just, the, and, like... and then like the third problem with it is like it's fucking broken. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, there's so... almost always at least like one or two of the skill challenges in each map area is somehow broken and you can't do it, so you can't complete the map and get the hundred percent completion because something has bugged out somewhere and got stuck. And it's like, god damn it again. <laughs> Kind of sucks. Mm. We saw so that is around where, where just... I am, didn't we? With like a few things not working, and well, there was that one, that one particular one that we came across. There's a few one of the skill challenges got been... jammed somehow. Although that one was weird. That, that cleared seem... up eventually. Yeah, they were, you have to get a guardian to go over there and fix it or something because they have a skill that could do something to fix it somehow. I don't know. It wasn't entirely clear what that actually was. But apparently it might be Guardians that are actually the problem. Because I think the main way that these skill challenges get bugged is when Guardians use their, one of their skills does a lot of knockback. And I think if you knock back the mm. enemies out of the skill zone too far, they don't like reset properly when you complete it. So Guardians doing the skill oh, challenges okay. after the server has restarted bugger, bugger it up, and then it just gets stuck forever <laughs> until the server restarts again. <laughs> That's, you know, crap. that's one of the things you think that they would have thought of. It's like, surely the obvious thing to do in this kind of situation would be just have to some have some kind of background tracking mechanism where it's like, 
where it's like this skill point hasn't been completed by anyone for like five hours. Maybe we should look at that. <laughs> Maybe we should check the internet. Maybe this. we should just yeah. automatically reset yeah, it that... even. Yeah, I mean I've literally like implemented something like that on our stuff at work. It's like, yeah, if it doesn't work, reset it. If it doesn't work again, send us an email. But yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, it seems obvious, right? I don't know. But that's the end of Guild Wars 2. Oh, and I also... But, com- I also but what about the uh, story, though, man? Yeah, the actual... the sweep of the story? Well, it's kind of weird, because after the personal story stuff at the start, and you get in, and then you get out in, you get put into one of the orders, and then you do some more bigger battles against dead again. Then you start the invasion of the Ore Continent or whatever. I don't know, that story is kind of okay. Kind of obvious in some ways, where it's just like, oh, that guy was a traitor, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, but at least it sounds like it actually has some <laughs> amount of story that, you know, you care about and follow, rather than the first game, where it's just like, I don't remember any of it, really, but other you than don't Ascalon remember any of it. Fucked, and that's pretty much all I know. It's, well, it's that's like, not indicative like, of anything. That no, it's because like... it's, it's shit. It's like, it, it's not engaging in any way, the story in the first Guild Wars. It's just like, stuff happens, and you're just like, I don't care. <laughs> At no point does it make you care. It does make you care. I can still remember most of the Guild Wars 1 story, and then that's also funny, because when it's, when it's like when it's referenced in Guild Wars 2 or you're, in, or you're in, like, the same bit of map and it's like, oh, look, this thing from Guild Wars 1 again. Lol. Yeah, I suppose, that, you know, the throwback so bits Guild are War- kind of interesting, but it's, yeah. In fact, it, 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 here's another spoiler for you. Not really a very important spoiler, but, like, now I'm sort of in the awe <laughs> and we're, we're trying to, like... It's like we want... It's like we want spoilers. Like, oh, here's another spoiler for you. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's very really <laughs> much. Go for it. But it's like you're in the ore continent and you're trying to fuck up the undead army so you can like clear a path to get to the dragon or whatever. And you're like, oh yeah. look, we found the searing cauldron that the Char used to fuck up Ascalon in the first game. Well, let's use that. <laughs> that's totally safe and not likely to completely kill everyone. Yeah. So yeah. Good day. So it's like Guild Wars 2, like, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> A twist that you never saw coming, except you totally did. Well. <laughs> it was quite like that. I haven't quite okay. decided whether whether this one specific dude is definitely going to turn out to be a bad guy. He does seem really suspicious. I mean, for a start, he's a necromancer, and that automatically... <laughs> he's yeah. turn evil in any second, surely. <laughs> And he seems to know too uh, much. Maybe, he's, no. he's like he's a he's a researcher of the ore continent, so he knows all this history and lore. And it's like he knows a bit too much of all this history and lore, and like how these how all the stuff on the ore continent works. It's like how long did you stay here on this continent full of undead people that has only just risen out of the ocean like twenty five years ago? <laughs> yeah, that is definitely suspicious. Hmm. Okay, so yeah. Me and Rob yeah, are at the point we're just about to start getting in. We haven't done the mission where we choose which one of the orders we're going to be in. I think we're on the last one of the pre-choice missions, if I remember rightly. So which one did you choose in your single player? I chose the Priory, which are like 
the scientists, sort of. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. Archaeologists, I guess, is more likely. And Are you going to do something guys. different, do you think? Or you'd leave that to Rob? No, it depends what Rob wants to do, because as I was, I was thinking about it, it's like, basically whatever Rob chooses, I probably have to pick that as well, because... I suspect that if we chose different orders, it would probably send us a lot for, into like much more different map areas. I was about to say, by that right, logic, should good. we not do the Priory because you've done it before? Should we do like the Assassins? Or... Well, I don't mind that, though. It's like League, whatever you League want of to Shadows see. or whatever it is. <laughs> Order of Whispers. <laughs> League of Shadows. <laughs> League of, well, oh, League no, wait, of Shadows Batman, is the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's not in the... Um... In the comic, it's like something else, like League of Darkness, and they changed the name for some reason. Shadow of Leagues. Or, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, they changed it for some unknown reason. League of Gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a local order for local people. <laughs> now imagine that in Bane's voice. It's a local order. <laughs> for local people. <laughs> Oh, and that must be what's here. Oh, yes, I want. Which would break first, your mind or your body? <laughs> I'm not going to use yeah, this as the like... again. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. That was Good War 2. I played quite a lot of that. Indeed. But then other shit came out, and god damn it. Other shit came out only like what two days come ago. Out? In fact, it already, it already feels too much. <laughs> I can't keep up. What's come out? Oh yeah, the Borderlands. Yeah, Borderlands Two and Torchlight Borderlands Two. On the same two. Day. And Torchlight Two. Yeah. Hmm. Torchlight Two sounds good. I can't keep up with this shit any longer. It's like I already. <laughs> How do you like... think I feel? You have the time. <laughs> well, it's not so bad for like Guild Wars or whatever because. It turned out in the classic way very quickly that everyone started doing their own thing. Basically, all the all the people from IRC who were in the same guild and everything. It's just like, ah, oh, we'll group up a couple of times, but then it's just like, ah, um, whatever. <laughs> Go do your things. Sometimes we'll group up to do some of the harder stuff, maybe. And seeing as you can only group five people together at once, and we have like twenty odd people in the guild, normally there's only enough people online to form one or two groups. Not everyone groups up all the time either. But yeah, so that and also this is the other thing about it was that in because of Guild Wars's like level scaling, you can group up at any time and it doesn't seem to be a problem really. Because you know the high level people get downscaled, yeah. so everyone is still fighting at the same level more or less. Whereas now in Borderlands 2, which I've been playing, in case you couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, it's like that doesn't scale you down or up or anything. It's just like if you're too high level, you're just going to stomping, stomping all these enemies. So I have been like every time the one person I'm playing with wants to play, it's like, well, I better get in there because otherwise they'll start leveling up without me. <laughs> Time mm. commitment, and the one person I'm playing with won't fucking stop playing it. <laughs> like maybe I want to go and play to it. Like, really? Is he just constantly playing it? Way too much. But no. He's just obsessed with Borderlands 2. Well, it, it is a classic manoeuvre of just, like, something new comes out, play it way too much. So, yeah, we've been doing a lot with yeah, Borderlands 2. And... So how is it? And I think I'm struggling to keep up with that. I'm not sure. I need to actually take a break, which is why I'm doing this now, actually. 
It's a yeah, podcast so, break. so the podcast is only a break from Borderlands. Makes a good excuse. <laughs> You'll be. I think I might, might also so how's like the gameplay. Well, yeah, let's talk about Borderlands Two first before I talk about Torchlight Two, which I also want yeah. to play. But yeah, I think Borderlands Two so. is like more Borderlands, <laughs> as everyone says. It's the same, right? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like slightly tweaked and like streamlined, but like the same, really. And from from what they went on about, like the PC menus being like where they were like, oh, we, we didn't make a shitty port. We made like proper PC, yeah, proper like the menus work properly. It's like they're still kind yeah. of kind of shitty. <laughs> but it's <laughs> okay. like, well, the worst thing that I've said so far is just like inconsistency. Where where you have your when you open your inventory and you're looking at like you've got what what weapons and mods you've got equipped is your first panel and then like there's an arrow that you click on to the right of it that shifts you over to your backpack and then if you want to like switch yeah. out what you've got equipped you click on one of the things in your backpack and then it moves onto your inventory page and then you click on the slot that you want to swap it into or whatever and obviously yeah. it shows all the comparison stats at that point and that, yeah, you know, so you that's see. that's okay. Apart from for some t- some reason, sometimes on that menu, like you click on things and then it doesn't go. It just kind of like elastic bands back to what you just were looking at. Where it's like I clicked on my, oh. I think on my inventory, and it's like whoop, and then it goes back to what I was looking at. It's like no, no, <laughs> and then eventually it no, goes I clicked reason. on that. So I don't know what that's that about. But then like inconsistency, okay. in like inconsistency. When you do direct trading between two players, which they have now, yeah. so you don't have to just throw shit on the floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. The trouble, with, the main problem with it is, apart, well, there's two problems. Firstly, throwing shit on the floor is way quicker if there's just like two people <laughs> in the game. Because, awesome. I mean, the whole idea of the player trading is like, obviously it's secure between two people, so you can't throw shit on the floor and then have another guy run up and steal it all. <laughs> Yes. So that's like what it's actually for. But throwing it on the floor is so much quicker if you're just trading it between two people and there's no one else there. And no one around. Yeah, you can still throw it on the floor. That's alright then. But then, like, for some reason, the trade interface is like randomly different in that it opens up your backpack list and then the trade window is to the right of it in, in sort of a similar way where it's like you click on the thing and then you put it in the trade window. Except for some reason in this one, you don't just click on the thing and put it in the trade window. This window, you have to click and drag and it doesn't work any other way for no apparent oh. reason. <laughs> okay, it's just an arbitrarily yeah, changed like, user interface. Kind of weird. Yeah, it's just like, what? Mm. Why? Why? <laughs> so yeah, the, you, the interface is still not great. And I'm constantly pushing yeah. the wrong buttons because I've, it, well, this is probably just my problem because it's the way, even it's like you hit I to open the inventory and then you hit escape to close it. But I'm, yeah. alri- I'm always, wait, and then you hit tab for something, you hit tab to go into another part of the menu. I think tab just opens the basic menu and, and the I is like directly to the inventory screen. Like M is directly to the map screen, but you can tab between them because they're on the they're on the same panel. But because tab is yeah. like what because tab is what I use to open my Minecraft inventory, and you in Minecraft oh, yeah, you like you hit tab to open it and then you hit tab to close it again. So I'm to always trying to it, hit like tab to guy. open it in Borderlands and then hit tab to close it again, but that doesn't work. You have to have to push escape. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm just always being annoyed by that, where it's like, go away, menu! No! It's the wrong one. 
So does it do anything once you're in tab? No. Because it was it tab to open and tab to close, wasn't it? I think in one. I can't even remember. I don't remember it being an obtuse button combo. Tab to open, escape to close. Yeah. Mm. Like, why is it not the same button? That's what it should be. Yeah, it should be. Maybe and you can't dual bind keys, which sucks for me as well. I want the bind crouch to see or V, because I can never, can't guarantee that my finger's actually going to hit the right button. <laughs> <laughs> going to hit one or the other, yeah. I always ba- bind my crouch to V, like, every single time. Like, in every game. Left control. V is just e- easier to, like... My little finger gets bored. Your little finger gets retardedly crippled if you try first control. <laughs> like, curl your little finger up into a mess. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a bit far. Like, shift is fine, right? Now, right? Fine. For, for running. Yeah, shift is fine, clearly. Hmm. Although, that's I, nothing if you're thinking yeah. about torchlight's controls. <laughs> this is not talking about even right. torchlight 2 yet, this is talking about torchlight 1 as well. But the original when you, torchlight. The, like, the default controls for that were, were ridiculous, because obviously you want... Weirdly, because you're not using WASD because you're moving with the mouse. You're just clicking on the, yeah. a place on the ground and you move around. That's how you move in Torchlight. So you don't actually use WASD, but you use like the number keys for your skills. So you have like your three, three first fingers on one, two, three, so you can get to those. But it's like your little finger is like maybe you want to hold down shift so you can hold stop hold yourself in place so you can fire without moving, and that's your little finger, and yeah. that's quite uncomfortable. But then if you want to show the names of loot items in the world, press Alt, and then it's like. Cram your thumb under your <laughs> under your hand. The least comfortable method. Yeah, that's not ideal. So eventually, <laughs> I changed least. it to be like spacebar and like <laughs> spread my hand out a bit more sanely. I should probably do that in Torchlight too as well. Now that I think about it. Although you don't. I'm need always to trying to customize controls for things. You don't like, need to. Push I never like show loot on a, on PC. I don't like get used to. The default. I'm always like, no, gotta make it the way I want. <laughs> well, the like, de- it's like normally the that. trouble is like you don't know what the controls are actually What's about actually until you've played it for a while. <laughs> yeah, like, what true, does yeah. show loot actually mean, and how often will I use it? Like every time I play like like free space, like the other day I was playing that battles battles our thing. It's like I spend like at least half an hour like just changing bindings around to get something vaguely useful because. There's just so many buttons in those space combat games. Yeah. It's ridiculous. What else about Portal Lazoo? Well, there's guns. A lot of guns. <laughs> what a lot, this a lot is, of guns. This is more question, I guess, is like how much more varied are they? Yeah, they're having Compared some, quite, to the first one, yeah. some fairly ridiculous weird guns we've found so far. Found like... Well, my main gun at the moment is like an SMV that fires plasma shots, basically that move okay. a lot slower than bullets. So they're like little plasma balls that, that fly. It's just like slow-moving bullets, basically. That one's not that interesting. But then we've had various other weirder, weirder bullets. There's been uh, there's been a pistol with ricocheting bullets that just bounce around the room crazily. There's been a pistol which is oh, basically... Oh, like a yeah, flat cannon. Yeah. There's a pistol which is basically like a needler, where it fires needles that then okay. explode, although they don't combine like the needler does. Which would be a lot cooler. Okay. <laughs> and we just recently came across a machine gun which 
I'm not even sure how to describe it, but it like fires the bullets sort of upwards in a sort of arc, and then they drop down and sort of explode into like a little zappy flare. <laughs> and which is oh, really cool. difficult to hit anything with, but you just sort of have to spew it into the area and like rain f- zappiness onto the onto the vicinity. So yeah, that's kind of weird. Although obviously the best one, best stuff is the guns where when you when you reload you just chuck them and then they explode like a grenade. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, were they were they in the first game though? So no, I... this is one of All the right, sort okay. of things that has changed where like now the gun manufacturers actually matter because the manufacturer yeah, yeah, yeah. is like right. an overall. Like what the like the TV guns are the ones that that they all explode when you reload, and then the Hyperion ones like get more accurate the longer you fire. That sort of thing. But yeah, those exploding guns where you reload like the Wild funny. West ones. Oh yeah, the ones where you just <laughs> they fire as fast as you can push the button. There were a few slight variations, weren't they? In like the previous ones, like certain guns would would often have certain traits. Well, in the first it was game, it was, more like, it was more like attached to the regular stats, where it was just like Hyperion guns were just better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And like, T- and like Jacob's guns just did more basic damage. Yeah, more basic damage, often at the cost of either bullets per clip or um, accuracy. Yeah. It's just like now, now these special features are a bit more distinct, but then you can also get... Mod- the regular modifications to change the other stuff but yeah and also I hear I didn't I accidentally didn't check this but there's when because you can have TDL rocket launchers where it's like yeah. the rocket launcher obviously fires rockets but I hear that when you reload because this is what it's the front of the manufacturer where when you throw the gun it explodes like a grenade I hear that the TDL rocket launchers after you fire the rockets out of them and then you press reload the actual rocket launcher fires like a rocket <laughs> that's awesome what's even powering it like the last rocket is like attached to the gun it's the 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 launcher itself yeah I guess that sounds actually really funny (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome because I had one in my inventory and I I fired it but I didn't really notice because I was well I was basically shot at a wall by accident when I was panicking trying to get ammo because I'd run out of ammo for practically everything else I, the one in my inventory, I think it was called like the the it had its name because the names are modified to like tell you about what the gun is. But I think the rocket launcher had like it was like the bonus rocket launcher. I was like, well, that makes sense, like a bonus rocket. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so yeah, and that's the other main problem we've had with Borderlands Two so far is you run out of ammo all the time. <laughs> Oh really? Oh no! You fire so many goddamn bullets. I've already upgraded my SMG ammo capacity to like maximum, and I'm still constantly struggling to keep on top of it. Particularly in this one bit we just did, where we went into an arena. I seem to remember it was a little bit of a problem at the start of the first game, but then pretty quickly becomes not an issue. It's like once you can actually get the ability to upgrade, it's not so bad. And the same goes for Borderlands Two as well, because. Right at the start of the game, it's actually really a struggle. You have to, you pretty much have to just keep swapping between all the different weapons because you're likely to run out of ammo if you just stick to one or two. But I guess that sort of forces you to try out all, try out different guns more. 
Yeah, because I suppose the first one had that slight problem where it it encouraged you to stick to a gun. Well, and also like, and also not, and also in addition to like the leveling, gun leveling, it had like the different classes had specific skills that were attached to specific weapons. Basically, yeah, that's not so much the case any longer. They don't seem to be nearly as. I don't think I've actually seen any. Wait, so the gun so Zerka doesn't have to be a rocket launcher guy, you mean? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's any specific... And there might be... Well, at least certainly the Siren doesn't... Siren doesn't seem to have any SMG-specific skills any longer. It's just, like, generic increase of, like, rate of fire and stuff. Well, that probably makes sense. Do you still get the gun levels? No, I don't think you get them either. Okay. So... That's kind of so. It's just well. more on the guns now, rather than on you. Well, yeah, I guess it's more based on the actual gun sets. Hmm. And but uh, the the mission structures aren't that varied, though. There, there isn't that much more variation in what you're actually doing. You're still pretty much go here, kill stuff. Well, yeah, that's what they get. That's what that game's about. Although what we, slightly we've more been... varied environments, I guess. Well, yeah. well, no, I was kind of hoping for like a, you know a little bit more in what you do, in the same way that Guild Wars Two, oh, excuse me, kind of actually um, increases. You know, over the first game, anyway, I feel like I'm doing much more varied stuff in that. <laughs> generally, you know, because of the events and because of the things. Even though it does all boil down to just killing, somehow it feels varied. Like, oh, now now follow this guy. Now do this. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe. It's like, whereas in the first Borderlands, it was pretty much, you could just do a lot of stuff just by going to the areas and like, oh, I've just killed a lot of things. That'll do. Well, it didn't, they weren't that many missions in Borderlands 1 where it was just like, kill a number of things. There were some, that Well, it was often like, not necessarily kill a number of things, but go here, pick up this thing. There was a lot of fetch quests. Well, what else are you going to do, really? <laughs> I don't know. I want to see something a bit, but you know, a bit more. Uh, it's like a few more set pieces, I guess. A few more. Well, there have um, in the main story, at least, there's been more sort of set piecey stuff. I mean, there's, there has been a couple of times where it's like defender place against waves of stuff. Mm. It's slightly well, different, I guess. Yeah, they only did that in, in the expansions, really, didn't they? In the first one. Did they? I don't even remember really any defense um, missions. Really, there was that one. In, it's in like a town, and there's a load of the sort of shielded guys. Um, can't remember exactly the detail. And you're waiting for some craft or something to come down or to land, or and you have to basically just defend the this sort of this this certain bit of the town. Alright. <laughs> I'm not describing that very well, but it's, no. it's, most of Borderlands just ends up being, yeah, you're in this place and there's this thing. It doesn't thing matter. It's place. all about shooting things. That's the important thing. And it's the loot is more more cool now. Yeah. And how is the, the well, you know, how is the actual shooting gameplay like? Is it different? I sort of find one? it, I think that, well, I don't know, but I find it like quite difficult to see what the shit's going on now? I think it's the it's almost the same problem that Guild Wars Two has, where it's like they up now that they're in like newer graphics, they've been like let's put more particle effects and more like flamey, glowy shit all over the place, and it just makes shit it really difficult to see screen. what the shit are doing. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like when you shoot yeah, an enemy is... with, a, with a fire gun and then they set on fire, but then they don't just, like, have a flame effect on them. They also, like, the, their, like, skin looks burnt, so they go all brown as well. But that makes it really difficult to distinguish their actual body shape and stuff. So it's like when you're aiming at the head and you shoot someone with a fire weapon and they catch on fire, and it's like, no, I can't really see his head any longer because it's just this mass of flame and black stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know well, exactly probably... what you mean with that stuff. Yeah, that probably makes sense. If he was on fire, you'd probably not be able to see much other than the fire. Yeah, but it's because you're looking down our scope a lot of the times. So you're like, <laughs> look at all this massive like effects and shit, and you can't see what's going on. And there's a, all these effects. Uh, actually, it's kind of maybe worse because I'm using the siren with the phase lock ability, where you just like suspend an enemy in midair. It's like even when they're stationary. Right. As soon as you start shooting and they set on fire, it's like, now I can't see what I'm shooting at any longer, even though they're perfectly still. <laughs> it's still sort of disorienting. Disorienting. Disorientating. <laughs> disorienting. <laughs> I think you got it right the first time, nearly. So, yeah, Disorientation stations. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. So, all the what time. about the enemies? Are they varied? Well, More. We've, seen, we've seen a lot of bandits so far. Naturally. Not so much wildlife yet. Do they some. behave any differently? Or do they, does it mostly just run towards you? They behave a lot more annoyingly because they're always dodging shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, yes, that's like more clever and like better AI, but it's actually really annoying because you're like shooting a guy charging towards you and then he suddenly stops and like does a crazy dive roll to the right and it's like, oh, like, fucked up my aim. I'm no longer aiming at his head for critical damage. <laughs> I think that's I liked fun. it better I'm, when they I'm, just were retarded. You've got to have it a little bit more interesting because it got kind of dull after a while, you know, this sort of just, like, especially with the wildlife and things, it's like, well, they just appear and just kind of come at you. Not come at you, but, you know, head towards you. Yeah, I got it. It's kind of, <laughs> thanks. It's kind of like... <laughs> just check it. Well, I guess, like, kind of in my using the siren, I kind of sideset that problem by just phase-locking them. <laughs> It was like, oh, I can't be bothered to deal with you dodging my shit. I'll just stop you and hold you in the air and then just shoot. You. <laughs> it's much easier. That does sound, does sound powerful. What's your friend playing as? As Zerka or something? No, he's playing as an assassin. So, oh right, okay. It's sort of a weird class. I don't, I don't know exactly how it plays because I have, I actually haven't, you know, yeah. looked at any of the other classes really yet. I've but, heard bad things about the assassin actually. I well, mean, it looks cool. From what I've, what I've seen about it is well, the, the important thing is the action skill, obviously, the like the major skill. For the, you know, yeah. for the siren, it's the phase locking, and then for the commander, it's the turret thing, and for the yeah. gunzerker, it's the crazy dual wielding. But it seems like the assassin one is just like you create a decoy and then you go invisible for a period of time, and then you get like. But don't you have like a katana? Well, that's just his melee attack. It's not really. Oh right. A specific. It's weapon. not like an assassination move. It's not well, like a backstab. I assume or that in. somewhere in the skill in the assassin skill tree, there's probably a like melee damage bonus it's... while you're invisible stat or something. Right, something okay. you can upgrade to make that like a one hit kill, basically. I imagine because there was basically that was how that was uh, there was something like that for the siren in Guild Wars, uh, not Guild Wars, Borderlands One, where it's like when you mm-hmm. when you're phase walking where where you're invisible if you do a melee attack to exit phase walk, you do extra damage. So that's basically the same thing. <laughs> Apart from it's on mm. a different class now, I suppose. But yeah. 
Sirens suck so, now. <laughs> God damn it. I much prefer Phase Walk yeah. to Phase Lock. Because Phase Walk had so yeah. much more to it. Because Phase Lock is just like, stop my guy and hold stop. him there. Yeah. Freeze and then there's like some other, some other small upgrades you can do to it. Like, I just recently got, when you Phase Lock an enemy, it sort of like gravitationally sucks everyone else in the vicinity towards him. Which can be kind of handy if you want to like throw a grenade in there. <laughs> So that's kind of like one of the first upgrades I've got to that. But then like on Borderlands 1 with the phase walk, it was so much more awesome because you had like, you had the explosion when you went into phase walk and you had the explosion when you came out of phase walk and then you could upgrade yeah. it. So while you were invisible, you were doing electric damage when you were near enemies. So you could just like run past all the enemies to like start zapping them. And then like the melee bonus. And the other thing that I miss about phase walk is that like when you're in phase walk, you run super fast. <laughs> And I just like the maneuverability of running super fast. And like activating travel times a bit quicker. Yeah. It's particularly bad when this is another thing that's sort of maybe like another element of like design where I think they've sort of been retarded. Taking a step back, right? Well, no, not exactly a step back, but it's just this one thing where because you have like obviously everything's sectioned off like zones or whatever and then there's like a yeah. gateway between each zone where you go up and push a, push the button and then it and then it does a count loads into the new area the level transitions basically mm. <coughs> yeah sure but it's like in one of the main one of the main cities that you get to quite early in the game there's like the main bit of town and then to get to the bit where the level transition is, there's just like uh, there's like a car park, and then just like a big pointless bit of road before you get to the ga- level transition. It's like so you're just wasting like thirty seconds running down this bit of road every time you're traveling out of the city. <laughs> it's like why? <laughs> okay, can you just put that level transition like in the city for Christ's sake? Well, they did kind of do that occasionally on Borderlands One, didn't they? So you like get to an area and all the useful stuff would be there, but there'd still be like several. A lot of reasonable distance between the actual button that you have to push and then the actual useful stuff like the vending machines and the respawn point and whatever. So well, it's, it's like in, in the majority of cases in Borderlands 1 and 2, it's like as soon as you go through a level transition, there's always, always a vending machine and a respawn point. Yeah, but I remember That's there important. being a few places where there was some distance between it. Not too far, usually, but yeah. No, yeah, not, not crazy far, but, you know, a, a distance. But it's more of a thing in... Uh, it, I think it's just that one particular case in Borderlands 2 where it is that that city that you visit several times and in order to get to the level transition you have to run all the way to this thing, to like down that road. Although of course you can just fast mm. travel between between like respawn points in certain locations. But not every respawn point unfortunately. It's only like specific so you can't go to like every entrance of an area, you can only go to this one specific respawn point in the middle of it. Which yeah, they did know. that before, didn't they? Well, they did, yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't seem so important in Borderlands 1. I think there's more backtracking in Borderlands 2 from what I've seen so far. Hmm, interesting. Or at least, maybe it's more... No, I, actually, I think there probably is, because in Borderlands 1, it was often the case where or it was for us anyway, between when me and Rob were playing, where it's like, I knew where mm. all the missions were, so it's like, okay, if we go here and we pick up all these missions, then we can go here and do all these missions in, like, one run, without, like, having to go back and forwards and handing stuff in and redoing that area again. I sort okay, of knew, like, knew. the most efficient way. 
but in Borderlands 2, you don't. It seems to only unlock the missions, you know, where it's like you go through an area once for the main storyline, and then and then like two or three secondary missions appear in that area again. So it's like, oh well, I guess we're going back there again and do it again <laughs> every time. That seems to be the mission layout so far. Go through it once in story, and then you know you're going to go back there like two or three times for some missions. Which is okay, I guess. Okay. Yeah, Go that's fine. Things. I suppose. <laughs> shoot yeah. more stuff. Well, that's what it's all about. Yep. That's what it's only about. <laughs> so that's Borderlands 2 for the time being, I guess. Yeah. We've we'll we'll got Torchlight 2 to do. Yeah. yeah Torchlight 2. I've only managed time. to play, like, a couple of hours of it because I can't get to not oh, be okay. playing Borderlands 2. <laughs> okay. So you've only got, like, initial impressions. Yeah. And that's a lot like Torchlight okay. 1, surprisingly. <laughs> Just like Borderlands 2, it's quite a lot like Borderlands 1. Okay. But you like Torchlight, so... Yeah. It just seems like more yeah. of that game. Slightly more... Cool. Slightly more sort of... Well, I don't know... I don't know about calling it fast, more fast-paced, but it certainly seems more sort of... Snappy, yeah. Manic? Yeah, maybe. It's like you don't seem to be... be well, or maybe this is just at the start of the game, but you don't seem to be grinding enemies' health down so much. There seems, oh, right. seems to be so a lot of cases right, in Torchlight. Okay. Like, more of them, or... Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's probably what it's like. It's like, because there's a lot of times in Torchlight 1 where you'd find even just things that were sort of classed as regular enemies, they weren't like, you know, the rare enemies. It was like, this enemy huh. is taking a bit of a pounding. <laughs> I'm just going to have to stand here and shoot it for like a minute or two to whittle its health down. Doesn't seem to be quite so much of that any longer. I don't seem to be spending nearly as long in like each dungeon or each level of each dungeon. Anything that noticeably def- uh, explains the epic delays? Not really. <laughs> so it plays. So it is awfully like the first one, is what you're saying. Awfully. It's, well, uh... there there is. Well, I think the main thing that is di- that looks to be different is that there's a lot less random maps. Like, the overworld doesn't appear to be random, as far as I can tell. So the dungeons are still made up of the random tile sets, or at least I suspect they are. I haven't actually been through the same dungeon with two different characters to be able to, be able to say that for certain, but they look like that same kind of... You can see where it's like, this is a corridor where it's just a generic end of this corridor, and then it will link to another block of this random tile set. But the okay. overall seems to be like specific maps. So maybe yeah, that's like, crafting. maybe they spent a lot of time having to actually make, you know, content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> well, instead of just making an algorithm to make the whole game for them. It's probably time well spent. Yeah. Arguably. You get more pets. I guess that's something else. There's more classes and more pets. pets. That's something they could have spent time on. Awesome. You say more. Yeah. So more than three. Yeah. Quite a lot more than that, actually. There's four classes now, so... Like, one more. But then there's, like, seven or eight pets. And there's some some of the pets are really dumb. Where it's like, why not have a dog? Why not have a... Well, it's a wolf. But why is, like... there's, There's the classic, like, wolf and... I think it's a lynx now rather than a whatever it was before. It's all leopardy cat thing. No, I guess it was a lynx before. Sort of. But then it's like, why, why not have a cat? Just like an actual cat. 
Not a lynx, just a cat. Or a ferret, which was a, like, they added that to, well, it was a mod, basically, for Torchlight 1, where originally they were going to have the ferret as a pet in Torchlight 1, but it didn't, didn't make it in in time, but then got released as a sort of official mod. Yeah, okay. But then, now it's in Torchlight 2. Have a ferret as a pet. Or a hawk. Or, um, like, a chihuahua. It's not a chihuahua. No. <laughs> it's another one of those stupid small dogs. That I can't remember the name. <laughs> Shiatsu or something. Yeah, something along those lines. But it's just like, <laughs> what is... That's not a combat pet. How is even a ferret a combat pet? <laughs> it can bite their legs off. Yeah. I think I made a mistake nibble, nibble choosing... Nibble to death. I think I made a mistake choosing the ferret as well. Because it's actually, like, really small, so it makes it quite hard to keep track of. You actually bothered me. You didn't really, like, Evan really need to keep track of my pet in the last one, though. No, but it's nice to know. It's nice to be able to like see it so that you know when it's like when you just see enemies that are attacking something. It's like is my pet there under that big pile of enemies? I can't really tell. Mm. So yeah, it's mighty similar to Torchlight mm. One. I suppose. So you're gonna try the uh, co-op, I guess. Probably that's not because no one's playing it. Really. Which is what kind of sucks. It's like we all the three talks like one. It was like, why is this not co-op? Where's the co-op? And now there's co-op, but no one else will play it with me. No, no one. It's like I'll do it eventually, but we've got so much to do. Yeah, that is. Rob's got the. I'm kind of glad that Rob did kind of decide to commit to jump straight in. Right. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I, I you know, because I want to stay away from Borderlands. For, I just want to stay away from buying new games for a bit because I've just got yeah, far sure. too much on my plate to handle. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to, I want to get some way with Guild Wars before we inevitably take a break, and then. And you still got a bit of Saints Row to play. Yeah, I've yeah, still got to finish Saints Row. I've got plenty of Steam games I haven't even started. Like in the on the yeah, co-op okay. front, Zach and I want to do Trine Two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were saving that because oh, Tim yeah, suggested too. that he wanted to do it in a stream or, like, or something. Oh yeah, because it's a free player yeah. game, so it's like yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that would be quite hilarious. DJ Kipling would have put it on his Twitch channel. But... Yeah, cool. Speaking yeah, of, could... we played we played Left 4 Dead Two with him on his we did. stream. <laughs> yes. Oh, cool. Okay. And like, didn't totally fail, sort of. Oh, well, nice. it's a half fail, but I forgot how difficult that game actually is. Well, it's like. I think I'm trying to remember. I think like probably that the the mall climax thing is probably one of the harder ones. Really. It is. It was pretty difficult because it's really long. Yeah, and you have to like have a strategy. You can't yeah. just like wing it. <laughs> Plus, it's kind of prone to some accidental fuck ups. Yeah, like you know, if you set a light one of the cans, and then you have to go. Oh shit! We've got to go back for another one. Yeah. And it takes it takes a long time, and then it's just like the longer you spend, the more tanks you're having to fight. Yeah, it's like we've already done one tank. Oh no, here comes another tank, and then if you spend too long, here comes another tank straight away. Yeah, but it was kind of fun doing that again. It holds up surprisingly well, given it's quite old now, isn't it? Like three years. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, two since and stuff. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. before Portal 2, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's been a few yeah. Valve games since, even. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it holds up surprisingly well. You know, there's still some really nice bits of the graphics that I quite like. like you know, the way that... The, yeah. So some of the lighting is 
pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Especially the sort of like high vis stuff, like zombie eyes and things. That's good. Cool. Speaking of the source engine, da, da, da. Mm. Yeah. oh, here we go. <laughs> I've been playing a Black Mesa, the uh, total like well, the, like remake of fan made remake of Half Life, the original game, but in the source engine. And uh, yeah, it's it's Half Life. It's they've done an amazing job. I'm very impressed, actually. Like it looks great. I mean, it doesn't look like a totally modern game, but I was expecting it to look like Half-Life 2, you know? Right, Like, in terms of graphics. But it looks more like, like, it looks as good as, like, easily as good as, like, Left 4 Dead 2 or or Portal 2, I think. It's really impressive. They've gone to, like, a lot of lengths to, like, make the texture quality of everything, everything, uh, really high and stuff. Like, they've gone, like, it's crazy, like, they're, they're just, like, amateurs, I guess, but I think they're, like, modding is, like, different from what it used to be. I think these people are trying to get jobs in the industry, so they're just trying to show off and do oh, something I guess. totally awesome. So the quality of this is on par with, now, I, I wouldn't say, like, on par with Valve, but it's, like, on par with some of the best, like, developers, I think, you know. And it's it's amazing, like, especially given the long gestation Right, this thing has been in development forever, and you can imagine that, like, you, I was expecting that, like, bits of levels would look like they'd been created years before other bits and stuff, like in Duke Nukem Forever or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But no, everything, everything looks consistent, like, the whole thing is consistently good, like, the whole way through, at least as far as I've, I've got, I'm up to, like, apprehension. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's really impressive. And the thing I'm most like impressed about, I think, actually, is that the actual shooting mechanics are really good. Like, it's a great shooter. Like, it might be the best shooter I've played this year. Actually, I think it might be m- more fun as a shooter than like Max Payne Three, because hmm. like the guns are, I mean, are really good and really satisfying. Like, they're the same, but they've all been obviously remodeled and stuff. But well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's that, that leads to the next obvious question, I suppose. What's the sort of is it? Does it still feel like the play of the original, or have they? Yeah, sort of, well, you know, built their own sort of you know feel to it. Because well, I, I never really liked particular. That was always one of my weird things with the original Half Life, as I wasn't a big fan of its feel. Right. Like well, you know, it how you move around mo- the world, how things, how you shoot, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I never really liked that. Okay. Well, like the movement is much more Half Life Two like, but it's faster. And you have infinite sprint and infinite flashlight. With no, oh, okay. there's no battery. That's, that's kind of uh, better. Which well, is infinite really sprint cool. might be you know sprint kind of makes sense to have energy, but the flashlight yeah. thing sharing the sprint thing is kind of dumb. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. But yeah, I mean it's cool because you don't end up sprinting that far because the environments generally in Black Mesa aren't Pretty like cramped. super large. I mean I haven't got out to like surface tension yet, but I mean although and and actually the areas are like. Like, it's like a reimagining, like, the areas are, like, bigger than they were, basically. And they look more expansive and cool, while still being basically the same. Yeah, like, I've seen seen some comparison shots of, like, how they've redesigned certain parts of the game. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's, uh, yeah, they they seem like reasonable decisions. Yeah, in fact, like, every decision they've made, you can see, because I'm such a fan of the original game, and I know every inch of Half-Life pretty much. And like every decision they've made to change something, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like uh, they, um, like for example, it, like it, 
the things that are like it's so much like Half Life. It is the game is the same that like any difference like jumps out quite a lot to me. Hmm. And uh, like there's stuff like they give you the weapons in different places than in the original game. Like you first yeah, right. get the shotgun later, or like so there's a bit there's a bit at the start where it's quite jarring where you're expecting to pick up the pistol off the dead body of the security guard and you it, you just can't because there isn't one. And you're like, what? This is where I get my pistol. Or even right at the beginning, like you don't get the um, crowbar until later than you do in the original. Huh. Uh, so it's kind of weird, but it's a bit I, more I, running. Uh, I guess, like, that initial part, like, you have no combat option except, like, the security guard dude. And uh, at the, um, um, yeah, it has the usual, like, follow me, uh, and leave behind thing from Half-Life, but now it's got the whole, like, oh, I'll just get out of your way kind of system where they don't get in the way so much as they used to. Uh, so that's all cool. And also, they've done, like, um, they've done some kind of, uh, like, They've developed their own tech to, like, make all the faces a bit different to each other. So, like, no, like, there's hundreds, there's loads of security guards in, and, and scientists in Black, in Half-Life, right? And they all, they, they always like used Barney. to, yeah, they don't all look the same anymore. Like, like, but, like, um, so what I think there are some speedifying meshes, right? But then there's some random generation in, inside them. So, like, that no two people look alike, but some of them look like they're like brothers or something, or like from the same family. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's you see what cool. I mean? So, so it's kind of they're close, essentially yeah. using like a face maker, like from yeah, exactly. Um, what do you mean? Like you know, Saints Row has, or probably just yeah. the the face contortion stuff from Gary's mod, I guess. But well, I think it's a bit more than just the contortion. I think it, it does build a different model of the face, which is cool. So everyone looks different. They still like sound. Some of them sound the same as each other because they only have so many, you know, voice actors um, that they've got from their community. Because what they basically did was. It's quite um, it's quite eerie because everything's been redone, right? Because they couldn't use any Valve stuff because it's all copyrighted and stuff. And the quality, but, I guess, was a bit low on yeah, the original. Exactly. So, but they've managed to find people who like sound like like they're doing impressions, oh, right. kind of of the original guys. Except there's more dialogue now. There's more jokes and stuff hmm. that they've added, which all fits really nicely. And it's. It's quite hard, actually, as well. Like, once you start fighting the Marines and stuff, it's well, pretty it tough. It always even... was pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty tough even on normal. I mean, they, the Marines can, like, run and shoot now. Like, in the original oh, game, yeah, they yeah. had to, like, sit still and shoot, and then they, they ran, which was kind of cool. Before they could. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it kind of worked, but, I mean, yeah, it's cool. And, like, um, they have changed, like... Like, I stop playing at on a rail. That's my usual stopping point, because it's like on a rail's a bit of a bitch as a level. Like the one where you're on the trains and you have to keep yeah, switching the tracks and stuff. And they've, um, that's the first level that they've like completely re- reworked, basically. It's like half the length. And they've, they've got rid of the, the uh, switching puzzles. And it, they just replaced it with like a Half-Life 2 style, you know, physics puzzle or whatever. Or yeah, like, right, okay. connect the thing. So they like, and they like put the um the uh tube the launch silo thing from the end of towards the end of on a rail they put it kind of in the middle to break it up so it just makes it a much nicer flowing level than like endless endless you know 
zooming through just, tunnels. Just tunnels, yeah. 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 yeah so I that's, that's really... such a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was a bit of a low point in the game as a whole. That it was, yeah. So they've basically fixed it. And then the actual rocket launch looks way awesome, obviously, now. Because, like, and, yeah, so, I mean, I wonder what I don't like about it. Like, the things I don't like are, like, um, some of the sound effects aren't as creepy as they used to be. Like, the tentacle dude, like, the tentacle guy, it, it looks awesome. He's being away on the inside of the, you know, silo in Blast Pit. Uh, but that, it doesn't... You know, the dong-da-dong with the three tentacle arms. It's, like, famous bit. Do you know what I'm talking about, Zach? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying, yeah, it's weird. I, I sort of remember of it, but I'm trying, I can't really visualize it, if you know what I mean. So it so, was like yeah. you had to... It, it, it was invulnerable, but you uh, it, and it could hear your movement, so you had to, like... Walk. Oh, yes, no, I remember now. Yeah, 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 that's right. And then you had to turn on all the oxygen and stuff and get back to the control yeah, room yeah, and yeah. fire the rocket and kill it. Anyway, so it bangs away, but, like, in the original, it used to occasionally sort of pause and do this, like, weird, creepy yaw-type thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to do that in the same way. It's just not as... Just little things like that. It's just not quite as creepy as... Like a casual bloke, bloke yawning. Like, yeah. and then well, no, it's, it just doesn't yeah. seem to do it at all. It just keeps banging away. It's kind of a bit strange. But like, and also like the the um, they've read like all, almost all the enemies are custom. Uh, like new, like so the Vortigons look like Vortigons in in episode two. So they have that crazy lightning attack, but they're shooting or whatever. Uh, okay, but yeah. then a lot of the stuff they've had to like they've had to custom do like um, what's it the bull squid and like the sound dogs what they're called the mm-hmm. hound eye things and um, the hound eye things have a cool effect where they like blur the whole your whole vision and stuff when they attack but they don't have that insane <laughs> sound that they used to have when they were charging up <laughs> those sounds have kind of gone but they they they, they look really cool. But the one of the only enemies that they've like ported directly from Half Life Two is the head crabs, and right. as a result, like I always thought that Half Life Two head crabs just weren't as creepy as Half Life One head crabs, at least the normal ones. It's because they like, like obviously they're the, like, like kind of fat and chubby. Yeah, yeah, chubby. Yeah, and it's like I almost wish that they'd like done a new head crab, like because that they were kind of more icky in Half Life One. Like it, the ickiness was kind of reserved for the poison head crabs in Half Two. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, so that's, sort of spindly that's ones. A Yeah, the black ones that like, and the and the creepy um, poison zombie dude yeah. that had the most horrible uh, breathing sound ever. Oh man, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's just horrible. That was, that was nice. Yeah, so no, but I'm really impressed. I, it's, I mean, it is just Half Life, but I mean, I think it's so good that it's like it, this might almost be. The, the way to play Half-Life now. It's a, it's amazing for a fan-made thing. Given that it's not and finished, I, though. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. But you get most of the game. Like, you get all the way up to Lambda Core. And, I mean, it's a lot longer than your average first-person shooter at this point. Mm. Uh, definitely a lot longer. Like, twice as long as a COD game, I would say. Uh, even though it isn't finished. Because Half-Life is quite a long game. Mm. Um, they always were, but, they? Even Half-Life 2 is pretty long. Yeah, Half-Life 2 is fairly long, though. But yeah, because I, I have to say, I always, like, as good as Half-Life 2 is, I still think Half-Life 1 is better. And now it looks better than Half-Life 2. So, win. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So yeah, check it out. It's free. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll be like the thing that makes me like Half Life. You know? Well, I wouldn't if you're not a Half Life fan. You like well, it maybe it well, will. You, well, yeah, if it plays better, then. Well, I think it plays better. Yeah, then, then maybe that will help because you know. I, yeah, as I say, it's hard to find. I always had this sort of like a. It's like my GTA thing. I think I always had a sort of intangible, you know, an, an appreciation of it in in, in yeah. what it, it what it achieved, and you know, for the time, its achievements are staggering, yeah. really. But yeah. it's like, and it's like changed way. Like lots of games that you've liked since have been yeah, very exactly. Much have been, by you know, a lot of stuff that we take for granted wouldn't have been there without Half Life. But it's like yeah. I never actually really enjoyed playing like, the game as as itself yeah. and it's uh, but i like sure. what it did and what it was trying to do is uh, yeah. yeah maybe this will actually be the one that i might like to play <laughs> yeah definitely give it a go anyway that's my <laughs> well, it's free. Between all that no, yeah. yeah it's you know it's free is no real ex- no excuse yeah sure just go for it just download it so we should probably talk about what you've been playing if you've got some stuff over the past well, week, uh, when yeah, you kind of. It's been a bit bitty, as I say. We played a bit with Guild Wars, as we've talked about, but um, I went back to play Child of Eden for a bit for a quick sesh because mm-hmm. it's cause it's awesome. As I mentioned earlier, in the Mizuguchi noise. Like, did I mention? I oh, never mind. But yeah, it's it's still Mizuguchi. cool. Hard mode is hard. You yeah. know, it's a, it's a hard mode that is actually hard. <laughs> you playing it with the Kinect, right? Yeah, I tried. I was sort of. I was alternating really. So I was playing one round of my arm because the sort of flinging animate like gesture you have to do. So my flinging animation is like I'm animated to uh, to do that action. Um, but yeah, the the flinging kind of gets a bit tiresome on your arm after a while, especially on your elbow and things. So it's a uh, if you're being a little over vigorous. Um, so I sort of do a round of that, then a round on a controller and stuff, and like they're as hard as each other. Basically, you can get to the bosses of the stage fairly easily, and then like because hard mode basically doubles all damage you take. It's like yeah. you take take a couple of hits and you're gone, and it's like ah, oh, but I've got all the way through the stage and then just died. It's like ah, oh. it's uh, yeah, it's hard. Um, so yeah, I did a bit of that. What else did I do? Oh, I randomly cool. fired up uh, Sonic Two. Okay, pretty much played through that. Because uh, awesome. I realised I realised I'd never actually finished my X-Blar copy of it, and so I was like, "Eh, what the hell? I'll do that," and just sort of blasted cool. through it. It's like, thank God That's that the X-Blar version has like save states, like an emulation, because <laughs> right, it's yeah. like that, that game is surprisingly. I'd, I'd forgotten how hard some of the end bosses are. Yeah, it's like they're not that difficult, but it's pattern recognition. Is the problem. It's like you need to know what order their attacks are coming yeah. in, really, to do well, because there's not. The window for you, you to react to it is tiny. Mm. Like, really tiny. Um, and on the. It's, this, it's the supersonic boss that's a bastard, basically. Taking out the giant robot isn't so bad, like the, chi- the, the classic chicken boss or whatever. <laughs> but uh-huh. it's. Uh, um, but taking out Silver Sonic is a bit of a pain unless you know exactly what order order his attacks are coming in. So that took me a few times, and I was trying to do a Chaos Emerald run as well. And the last special stage is super hard, especially if okay. something fucks up. Like because I was playing both Sonic and Tails mode, and those special stages get harder if for some reason Tails gets damaged while you're jumping. Then you swap positions. 
Um, so mm-hmm. then Tails is running in front, but you can't rely on Tails to then pick up all the rings because he's more likely to get killed by stuff. So if that happens, you're pretty much buggered. Um, uh, yeah, so there's a few like annoying sort of a bit of random really in in how some of that works. But well, it's yeah, a very random. old game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I did that. It was still fun. Cool. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I finished the normal mode of Space Invaders Infinity Gene. Ah. Well, is that on... Uh, what platform's that? Uh, Xblar again. Okay. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that was that, cool. That, gets a, that gets a lot more interesting towards the end of that game. Oh, does it? Okay. There's like is a... Is, on normal, I mean. Yeah, like, you kind of have to... Um, it's weird. You kind of have to actually sort of like give in to to what the game is trying to do. Like, so some of the evolutions you get throughout the game are like, oh, you can actually increase the number of ships you get per continue, and things like that. And it's like a bit of me at first was like, yeah, but I'd never really do that because that kind of feels like cheating. And it's like, yeah. but no, the game's actively encouraging you to do that. That's the point. You've evolved the ability to have more lives. So just turn, just set the option. Just do it. You'll probably need it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that, that's the advice. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I finished that on normal difficulty. It's one of those, it's got an annoying achievement system in the sense that I finished it on normal difficulty, but it didn't give me the achievement for finishing it on easy difficulty. Oh, oh why did I do the worst. that? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty keck. Idiots. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've got like, so finishing that gave me like, I've got, uh, out of the 200 points available, I have like 30 because like, it didn't sort of ask you oh yeah you've got to go through challenge mode which is like another hundred levels or something um, yeah and then there's some bonus levels as well which uh i don't know how many of them there are there's quite a few but it's uh yeah so i got i've still got tons of that game to do but it gets interesting towards the end because it starts messing with perspective a bit you've got physical objects in the way there's a giant enemy crab um, <laughs> yeah no for, for real <laughs> Do you have to hit the weak spot for massive damage? Uh, pretty much all of it is weak spot, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool game. It's like it has some technical issues, but it's pretty cool. Mm, okay. Uh, well, I Thumbs up. Yeah. Zach and I did a little bit of co-op Shatter last night, which was kind of fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember, but Shatter was that breakout thing that we played a while back where you have the push and pull dynamics mm-hmm. to push blocks about stuff. But yeah, the cop was kind of fun. Do endless mode of that. And it puts both of you on panels and get some impossible achievements. Yeah, man, the achievements for that hard, man. Cause what, what did we end up... It take like several hours. <laughs> yeah, probably. Cause we scored like, what was it? 700 million or something Yeah, on our best run. And that was a, like a 20 minute game or something. And, like, one of the achievements is for, like, 10 billion points. And it's like, right, if you have to mass up a ridiculous multiplier and keep it somehow, or it's just you actually have to play for, like, oh, let's try and figure this out. About two hundred or about five hours <laughs> in one game. Wow. What? Yeah. Five hours. Okay, that's a marathon. Pretty extreme. Like literally and, and you know, legitimately stay alive for that time. Yeah. 
would have helped if I wasn't okay. pushing all the wrong buttons. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. It's so like, Shout Storm! Oh no, I've just fired our spare balls. <laughs> it was like, I... <laughs> And I started trying oh, to push the buttons that I normally use. It's like, no, Rob's reconfigured them. What has he reconfigured them to? Some random keys in the middle of the keyboard for some reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was a kind of... Even I kind of second-guessed myself there. It's like, why have I done that? <laughs> what the hell? It's like I changed awesome. them to U, I, and K. Yeah. U, I, and K? What? Like for shield, okay. charge, storm, and... That isn't yeah. that isn't like a natural combination to like rest your fingers on, is it? Well, that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's okay like... for like finger position, but it's still like yeah. I kept not even remembering which one was which, even after I pretty much only just pushed it. It's like <laughs> yeah. this is much... I think it's <laughs> it was because... always a funny moment where it's just like, oh, what's that going to do now? <laughs> oh god! I think it's probably because in like in the default configuration, the three buttons that you use are all different sizes. Because it's like ball is like slash, and then the shield is shift, and then shard store is control. So it's like those are three very different buttons. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Can't mistake those. This is true, but yeah, that's a that's still a cool game. Another sort of thing to add to the list of games that we can't add to the GOTY. But well, I downloaded the soundtrack as well. Well, yeah. Does that count? Because they only released the soundtrack as a separate. Like, <laughs> oh, so we can, we can give it best sound time ago. <laughs> In fact, I think that might have come. The soundtrack might have come out not very long after the game. No, I think I, think I looked it up. I think it's like the soundtrack didn't get that released till fairly recently. I could be wrong. Fuck it. Who cares? That's another oh. thing about Black Mesa is that even the soundtrack is quite good, like in a ha- in a Half Life One style. But obviously they had to re-record and do new songs, but it like works. It's the same. I know. We didn't really have much impressive. in the first one, though. Did no, it? but it it sort of kicked in at like key moments, which was kind of clever. Um, yeah. So it's just the same style. I guess Half Life Two does that too, doesn't it? Don't know. Anyway. Soundtracks. Valve games. Uh, I'm I'm struggling to think what else I've actually been playing. Uh, I haven't really played much Saints Row in the last couple of weeks. Play more. Guild Wars kind of took over that. Um, Played some Pimble Arcade, actually, on the iPad. Uh, I played a bit of Plants vs. Zombies on the iPad. Because oh, they yeah. did a ret- they did a retina update recently. Oh, okay. So it's now got sharper graphics. Woo, man! Because the iPad, re- t- well, the new iPad resolution is like insane, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's better than 1080p. So it's... Yeah, so they've actually updated it to be better than 1080p. That's yep, swish. Pretty cool. It's like nice. I thought they weren't going to bother, given that you know, Plants vs Zombies Two is on the horizon. Right, yeah. But, no, yeah, they just totally did it. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Nice. Good on them. Awesome. Yeah, yeah so I played a bunch of that. Played a lot of... Well, actually, I played a lot of that on the train back from France. Uh, <laughs> uh, and some Bejeweled. And I think that might be it. I think I... I've cool. just, just been spamming the little sessions of games. 
So I've been thinking to myself, we should totally do one the, like again. I know I keep I've been saying this for like the past year, and we still haven't really got round to it. But we should totally just do a retro day and break out like when I say retro, like the old Xbox or the Dreamcast and stuff, like not totally retro. But... Yeah, absolutely. See, see how those games hold up. What like play Halo Two or some shit? <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> that might be quite funny. Like old uni, uni style. Yeah. <laughs> Break out the Can we get a land party going? I don't even know when my Xbox is. Um, probably doesn't exist anymore. I don't. <laughs> probably got chucked out or something. I, that actually worries me. I don't know where my Xbox is. Anyway, well, that's that's a bad thought. Not that I need it or anything, but it is dramatic. Always know where your Xbox is. Yeah. Don't forget awesome. to bring a towel. Do you know where your one is? Your crystal one. Yeah, I know what mine is. Okay, cool. Good time. Anyway. It's in the, uh, the loffer. Well, I think. So you don't really know. Well, if it's not there, I don't know where it is. <laughs> okay, vaguely though. Okay, cool. I think we're actually coming to the end of the time, aren't we? This uh, podcast, not that we what? have I've uh, not been playing right? 10, so, you know. I think we started about 8. Um, so if we don't want to make uh, Jay... Even more pissed off than he already is. How can, oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's so dumb. How can you be pissed off at the length of our podcast? podcast. It's like we do it every two weeks. It's like we give yeah. them a chance to catch up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyway, perhaps we should uh, wrap this one up. Anyone else got any uh, other tidbits for today's cast? <laughs> oh, any backwards any news? Late, latent news? Nope. No. Coolio, I'm calling it then. Uh, uh, going once. Thanks for joining us on the Starcast. Going Go twice. twice. And uh, catch us again next time for more Borderlands 2 and a lot more Torchlight 2. All the other And uh, various other stuffs. So is this going to be the year detailed. of 2 rather than last year? All the twos. The year of 3. Yeah, clearly. Year of the bow. I don't know. We had, uh, we had well, that kind of screws that one up. And Max Payne 3. Uh, yeah, true. Right, yes. So catch you next time on the Sidecast. Bye. Bye 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 bye. bye. I have to stop this now. Oh, God, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I have to actually press stop.